Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. We're coming back at you with a uh, another delightful episode here. Uh, we're recording on May the 4th, uh, so happy Star Wars Day to everybody. Hopefully, uh, when this drops, you will all have had a good Star Wars Day. Uh, Harry, what's going on with you, man? Anything new or exciting? Um, well, I mean, we uh, we did get together this weekend to hang out, um, you know, being vaxxed and all that um, for my mm-hmm. for my bachelor party. I think I've mentioned multiple times that I have a wife, um, but I just call her that we're not married yet. So um, but yeah, so that's what we did this weekend. So it was a fun, fun, enjoyable weekend. And I found some time to check out Mortal Kombat before. And I'm excited to talk about video video game movies because it's two passions that I have with video games and movies. Mm-hmm. very good and uh yeah we had quite the time at your bachelor party nothing too uh crazy but um just enough crazy uh hands how about you man anything good uh yeah i'm still recovering but i'm, <laughs> I'm glad that i got to see you guys over the weekend um happy star wars day to everyone uh you know it's, it's an exciting day for me i think i've been celebrating it for as long as it actually existed so um no let, let's I'm, I'm ready to kind of jump into today's topic and talk about a bunch of hot messes Yes. Oh, boy. We are in for that for sure. So as you guys have surmised, the uh, topic for today is uh, video game movies. Um, So there's a couple caveats with this. We're only doing live action American theatrical releases. So why do I put that stuff in there? Well, uh, oh, and they they have to actually be adapted from video games uh, like specific titles. Um, So that means movies like Pixels. Uh, the Adam Sandler movie from a couple years ago. That's not included because that's uh, not based on any one game. Uh, Angry Birds, not in this because it's animated, although we do have one single animated feature uh, at Hans' request, so I allowed that in. Um, Also, you know, American, there are a bunch of Japanese movies that have been made uh, based on video game properties, but those are not included here. We're only talking American live-action theatrical releases. Um, Okay, so with that said, the way this is going to work, we're just going to go down alphabetically because there's not a, there's there's not as many as I thought there would be uh, in terms of video yeah. game adaptations. Um, so we'll go down. We'll read, uh, you know, what uh, year it was released, as well as the Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Um, spoiler alert: you're in for a lot of crap. <laughs> and then <laughs> a lot uh, of low scores. It, you know, if anybody's got anything they want to say or chime in on, then um, you know we'll do that. Uh, so let's start with the first one. We have Alone in the Dark, in which was released in 2005, uh, and that scored a whopping 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, it doesn't look like any of us have seen that, but does anybody have any thoughts on it? Um, I, I remember playing the game. I don't remember too much about the movie. The only thing like that stuck out with me like with the score is this is pretty much the exact opposite of Citizen Kane. Um, <laughs> so it now has... Uh, it, it's. Uh, you know, a one percent just like that's. I want to actually find the actual positive review that mm-hmm. someone gave that. But other than that, uh, this just seems like a generic like horror, com- like a horror, not comedy, horror video game movie that like kind of came and went. Like in terms of box office, I, I, I mean, we were all working. I was I like at a cinema at the time, and it was kind of I don't remember that ever making like like a splash. So I think that was a here and there. So. Yeah, I mean, I vaguely remember the poster. I remember that Christian Slater was in it, and that was about it. I, I didn't bother seeing yeah. it because I've never played the video game, so I didn't really have any interest. Yeah. Um, Harry, any thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was 17 when this movie came out, so it kind of I remember it like being probably on as a trailer for like many uh, movies that I saw mm-hmm. as a 17 year old. Um, but yeah, never played the game, never saw the movie. Um, but yeah, those it it jumped out to me as like, oh yeah, that was like a thing, and then that's pretty much it. So off to a rock and start with these with these garbage movies. So uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Okay. Uh, so next we have Assassin's Creed, which was released in 2016. Uh, Michael Fassbender starring um, Rotten Tomatoes, 18% critical rating. Uh, Hands, you were the only one of us to see this. What are your thoughts? It, it deserved. It deserved. Like at least that's that should have been ranked <laughs> lower than Alone in the Dark. Um, oh my goodness. Now, it's one of those movies that has such a like like Fassbender's such a great actor and like I kind of saw where they were going. But I, I'm a huge fan of the Assassin's Creed series. Like, I think I've played all except, like, one or two. And there's such, a like, a, an amazing, like, kind of story of, like, anywhere they can go with it. But I think, the if I remember, like, I think I fell asleep during it, like, halfway through. And I had to go back and watch it. But I think, like, it, it doesn't, I think it, like, it doesn't even have any characters from the game for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really take place in, like, that, like, that setting that the games take place in it's more modern day which I, honestly like of all the assassin creeds games i played that's like the most least interesting part of it is when you're mm-hmm. like not in in um what I, I guess the machine i forget the name of the machine that makes you kind of go back and like basically relive as your ancestors it, it really spent a lot of stuff in the real world which i i, I wasn't a fan of like i I guess I kind of saw where they were going, but if don't call it Assassin's Creed, like call it something else. Mm. It it wasn't good. So so not a great ap- adaptation of the game. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I felt like I felt like I was playing like uh, like it was cool that they maybe put some of it in, and I'm like, all right, like this. It starts off pretty solid, and then it kind of like five ten minutes in, you're like, this isn't like this isn't it. Like this isn't this. I would never consider this part of like any kind of Assassin's Creed like lore. Or even, I, I wouldn't even want to include it with the name. Like it's it's bad. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, moving on, we have Blood Rain from 2006, which scored a whopping four <laughs> percent Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so this starred Christiana Loken of uh, Terminator 3 fame and uh, Ben Kingsley. What? Um, doesn't look like any of us saw this. Anybody have any reminiscence about the movie or uh, or the video game? No, yeah. no, I, I, I think I, I like, I think Blood Rain was like one, <laughs> at one point, like I downloaded it for free, and but I never mm-hmm. played it. But other than that, I don't, I don't know anything. Like, good for Ben Kingsley, like probably trying to buy another house or something. Like <laughs> all these like Academy Award winner and like winning actors always like do these like dumb horrible roles. Like even like Anthony Hopkins was in a Transformers movie. He wasn't yeah. good in it, and you know he just won an award. So, and good for him. He he got paid and and <laughs> bought another house. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, yeah, all I remember about about Blood Rain is it's about a vampire lady. Um, <laughs> I don't. I've never played the game. Uh, yeah, don't recall the movie really. So, yeah, mm. I think I'll a real real quick about Blood Rain. Mm-hmm. I think I'll use this time to touch on Assassin's Creed. Uh, agreed with Chris. Love the games. Uh, never saw the movie. Um, yeah, and Blood Rain didn't play the games and uh, never saw the movie. So we're off to another great start here with this one. Yeah, uh, pretty wild. Uh, okay, so moving on, we have DOA, Dead or Alive, which came out in 2006. 
Um, comparatively speaking to the rest of this list, it scored pretty high with a 33% uh, Rotten Tomato score. Um, and this starred Jamie Presley and Devin Aoki. Uh, again, another one none of us have seen. Um, anybody ever play the games? Uh, is this uh, is this with the the I don't even know if this is the right game or not. Is this with the mm-hmm. the girls that are playing volleyball or something? It's like there's like some kind of vol like on the cover they're playing volleyball instead of live. Yeah, yeah. Never saw That's the movie it. and I never played the game. Is I, I I don't know. Is that is that the movie? It's uh well so it is a fighting game but then it branched off into like volleyball in there, okay, um yeah. and it had lots of ladies in it which uh you know I guess they used to market uh. So yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's DOA, but apparently was, uh... so far of the list, it's the <clears throat> highest scoring uh, movie. So there must have been something. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, okay. oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like there was there was this time in like the early two thousands, you know, for you know some of our younger audience members who might be younger than than us uh, for it, but uh, yeah, there was this boom of just these movies where it was like they tried to like just pump these like video game properties out you know, right before even the, the Marvel boom. But um, yeah, this one, I never played the games, but uh, you know, as a, as an 18 year old kid, I remember being interested uh, in it, but yeah, never played it and never, uh, never saw the movie for it. So. Woo. And these, and, and just on that note, these are all movies that like, I, and I look back now when I kind of like, you know, if I see like a Facebook memory or something, I'm like, say like, if I like go see a movie and I'll like kind of comment on it, like in mm-hmm. my like old school status, <clears throat> I'll say like, wow, that movie was like incredible, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I look back and realize like what, like my taste in movies, like if I thought that was incredible was like God awful. And I think it's just like <laughs> one of these things, like I, I think like Harry's right. They pumped out these movies like crazy. And I think when you're watching it, you're like, man, that like that. I mean, there's a couple movies on here. I remember seeing in the theater. I'm like, whew, that was amazing. And then like, I think even on a second viewing a couple years later, or just like the next day you think about it and you're like, no, like this this is not good. Like this, I like, I like, uh, was I under the influence or something? Or am I just like, like just for some reason thought it was just like, I, I questioned my, like my taste. I'm like, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, there, there will be movies where I look back and it's like, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe that movie was a little bit in poor taste and I probably have evolved beyond that. But, uh, I mean, that's that's what we do. You know, we go and we start watching Oscar nominated films. And yeah. next thing you know, we're looking back and disgust at a video game list, <laughs> video game adaptation list. Uh, all right. So next up, we have Dead Trigger from 2019. Um, this actually didn't have any critical scores from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the only bit of info I had on this was Dolph Lundgren start in it. Uh, I don't. I don't recall the video game Dead Trigger. Um, I definitely never heard of the movie. Uh, are, were you guys aware of this at all? No. Now this was uh, this was like one of the few movies that I had to like Google to like be mm-hmm. like, what is this? So yeah, absolutely, absolutely a big goose egg for me as well uh, on that. When when you can't okay. even get critics to comment on it and put it on a Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> thing, then like, something's wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, moving on, we have Doom from 2005, uh, which had an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, now, a few of us have seen this, uh, myself included. Uh, Doom starred The Rock, and um, 
that's about all it had going for it. Uh, this was before <laughs> The Rock really started hitting it big in movies. I mean, he was the the lead in this, but uh, it was still earlier on in his career. And man, this just, you know, I, I love the Doom games, uh, although I haven't played any of the, um, the recent ones. But uh, the movie just was not good for me. It was a one and done for me. I never even bothered revisiting it. Um, uh, Hans, what do you think about Doom? Yeah, I mean, had hit, I think the only other thing part I remember is uh, Carl Urban's in it too, and that's mm-hmm. that, that's pretty much it. Um, I know they did the first person kind of view, and when I saw it, it made me sick. Um, it was like very like quick and shaky camera, and on them, I wasn't into it. Um, same thing. I love the Doom games. Uh, like if you haven't played it and you're listening, uh, the new Doom Eternal is fantastic. Um, but other than that, I, it's I, I would never watch this again. I I, I remember seeing it in the theaters, and I said this is probably like once is enough yeah uh okay so moving on we have double dragon from 1994 scored a 13% on rotten tomatoes and i was the only one that saw this uh so first of all let me say oh what hands go I, ahead. I i i vaguely remember seeing this at like growing up i think this was one of those movies that i must have seen like over and over for some reason like had like i think one of my brothers like had the cassette or something for it and mm-hmm. I think like I watched this more than I like should have, but I thought that was like <laughs> right between like the ages of like eight and ten. But mm-hmm. I do remember a Double Dragon movie, but I I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. Okay, so uh, Robert Patrick was the star of the film. Uh, he was the villain, and uh, boy, he had a drastically different look than he had in um, uh, Terminator Two with uh, you know bleach blonde hair and a goatee and everything. Um, yeah, like I said, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. It wasn't good. Um, I would throw this in. I would say it's in the vein of um, the Street Fighter adaptation, the first one, which we'll talk more about later. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was super cheese. I mean, what else is there to say? I really enjoyed the, the Double Dragon games, um, but this didn't have the feel of that. Uh, they it's kind of like Super Mario's and Street Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter in that they throw in a bunch of stuff to reference, um, but it, ultimately it just it doesn't feel like the the IP. It doesn't feel like that uh, mm. um, original property. So I don't know, kind of disappointing um, for such a beloved franchise. But here we are. Greg, do you think it deserved the thirteen uh, percent? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, again, I've only seen this one uh, maybe twice, and it was in the 90s, <laughs> close to the release. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a reason I haven't revisited it. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on, we have Far Cry from 2008. So this is another one that didn't have any critical reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it starred Till Schweiger. Um uh, and that's that's Whoever about that all is. i yeah uh that's about all i know um i was surprised to find out that far cry had a uh, a movie made of it because i had no idea um i've never played any of the games but i understand they're pretty popular franchise uh yeah. do you guys have any thoughts on the game the movie or the uh, game franchise um i like the game franchise i played i think like three four and i want to play the fifth one but other than that like I didn't even know that they even had this movie like that. That actor you just mentioned, I have no idea who that is. Mm. I've never heard of them other than that. I mean, they're fun games, but I would never think that there was actually a movie that was made out like 
about this. Uh, Hare, have you played any of the Far Cry's? Yeah, I was going to say this one's a miss for me as well. I, uh, I've i never been involved in the Far Cry games, and I feel like it's similar to Resident Evil where it's like we're up to like eight or nine now, and it's like I have never played one. So when do I jump in? How do I jump in? What have I missed? Um, same with Doom. I never played Doom either. So as much as I love video games and movies, I'm really uh, really blowing it right now with uh, not seeing any of these movies and playing any of these games. So please don't take my nerd card away. I would I would love to keep it. Yeah, uh, we, got, and, we got some coming up for you, bud. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just so you guys are aware of who Till Schweiger is. Um, so he was uh, Sergeant Hugo Stiglitz in, in Glorious Bastards. Oh, okay. um, and he's been in some other stuff like Atomic Blonde, Muppets Most Wanted, right. things of that nature. Um, nice. But yeah, not not necessarily a household name. <laughs> oh, um, Hugo Stiglitz, I think he, he was. Bam. Yeah. Uh, okay, so up next we have Final Fantasy VII Advent Children from 2005. This is our one animated movie at the request of hands. Uh, this one scored a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and hands, me and you have seen this. Uh, before we dive into that, Her, did you have you ever played Final Fantasy VII? So again, um, please don't take my nerd card away. I have never uh-huh. played a Final Fantasy game. Um, so yeah, I Break think it uh, <laughs> it started on PlayStation, right? Like I'm ninety nine. No, sure NES. About. Well, no, not NES. not the series, okay. but Final All Fantasy right. Seven did. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I think I was probably like I think this is where like just our age range show just even those couple years of difference where like it just missed me jumping into seven and I didn't play any of the games before it. And again, mm. another one where like you hear the numbers of it and it's intimidating and you're like, where do I start? You know, and you, you, you know, I usually get the reviews from you guys on which one to play, but long way of saying, yeah, I've never played this. So I might be handing in my nerd card at the end of this. Um, so I apologize everyone. Okay. Hands thoughts on the game and then the movie. Now and final fantasy seven is probably my favorite game of all time, at least in top three. If it, if it isn't like final fantasy, the two of them on um, Super Nintendo, like uh, two and three are probably like close behind. Like I'm a huge fan of the Final Fantasy series. Um, and I think this 33% is just is a trash take. Now, and now I think this movie, the, if we were to rank like our video game movies, um, one of the like, I, I would probably put this like top two. Like I, I actually love it. Like I think this movie was like very heavily like anticipated when they made it. And that's what I just like whenever I think video game movies and I know we kind of wanted to keep live action. Like I just, I, I love it. Like the action in it, it's so good. Like it takes place right after the game. So it's not necessarily like an, a straight adaptation from the game. So it's more of a sequel. Um, but I mean, now we have the new, the remake of final fantasy seven, which is kind of going in like kind of changing the story of the original game. But other than that, like, I think like the, it just, the voice, um, the voices like kind of just the cast like make it seem like how I think the char- characters would actually sound in the game like at the time I mean this was like I forget well like 10 15 years ago this was released and mm-hmm. um no I thought I thought it was great like I didn't want to spend too much time on it because I know it's not necessarily live action but mm-hmm. I only want to include it because if we were talking video game movies this this was like a struggle between my number one and number two mm-hmm. wow uh so for me Final Fantasy 7 um, absolutely love the game. I'd put it in my top 10 for sure. Uh, maybe top five um, of all time. Um, just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful RPG. And um, the new game, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
has done it justice uh, and is also amazing. So highly recommend going and checking that out if you want. Um, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. So the one thing, the one knock that I'll have on this, and maybe that's what kept it at 33% instead of going higher, um, is that the from what I remember, the plot was a little confusing for me. It wasn't um, it wasn't just kind of like a linear story, like a linear um, uh, sequel from the second one. From what I remember, uh, it has been a while since I've seen it. The animation was gorgeous. The fight scenes and the action were incredible. Um, so it really was good in that regard, uh, especially in carrying the torch from as a continuation of uh, Final Fantasy seven. But um, but yeah, that the plot was just kind of mystifying a little bit to me. Um but overall, yeah, really, really enjoyed it and recommend checking it out. Uh, I've, I'm assuming it's on Blu-ray, right? It's got to be. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, should be available um, if you guys want to check it out. All right. Moving on, we have Hitman from 2007, uh, which scored a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um and it starred uh, Timothy Oliphant and Dugray Scott. Um, now, I haven't played any of the Hitman games, nor have I seen the Hitman movies. Oh. Um, so what do you guys think about this? I'll let you take this one. Oh, thanks. You, you've, been, you've um, been a little quiet. <laughs> well, I mean, I again, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of these, sadly. And it's kind of one of those things that you go through and you're just like, hey, probably should have seen at least some of them. But with the scores that they have, probably just should have played them. Uh, Hitman for me is one of my, I guess, favorite games from like the PS2 era because that's when the majority of them came out. They were just kind of banging those out like yearly or, or every other year um, with it. Um, and it was basically, you know, a stealth game where you're a hitman and you have to go through and, you know, try to find sometimes even creative ways to, you know, do a hit. Um, the movies treated, I would say, these movies a little bit more like what happens in the games if you accidentally you're getting caught while you're doing the hit so basically it's just guns blazing uh trying to get out grand theft auto style um you know trying to complete the mission but you don't get any you know good points or good score for that you know for not completing it that way and i feel like the the two movies um hitman and hitman agent uh 47 uh both um didn't do service to them as, as as a game chris i don't know what your thoughts were on it yeah, I mean, I played. Um, I haven't played any of the newer Hitman, but I like. Um, I, I I like the original ones. I think Hitman Two is like one of my favorite games I've had, like on that generation for the con. I think it was like I had it on three sixty, mm-hmm. and um, or or the first Xbox One of them. It was. I mean, it, they're they're good games, and it was one of the f- games I first remember. Like be, like you had said, where you kind of have your own way of doing things, where it kind of gives you a little more control, and it's not as linear as other similar games like that are um but with that being said i the only thing i really remember at the first hitman movie is that timothy oliphant's in it he's hitman he's not a good hitman he doesn't even look like a good hitman and (laughs) there was a fight on a train i think that's it and i don't even know if that's completely accurate but um that's what i remember other than that i I, yeah i just i kind of remember it being like just a, like a sloppy kind of like telling of the game. So. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely treated it more as like an action, you know, type of, uh, 
I don't even know what like a like almost like a Jason Bourne esque type uh you know poor real poor man's Jason Bourne where it's like he's kind of you know avoiding all these people and doing these incredible things but yeah it wasn't it wasn't very good uh, at all for for 2007's Hitman. Okay, uh, so then we have the sequel, Hitman Agent Forty Seven, which you mentioned here. Uh, that came out in two thousand fourteen, so seven year gap for a sequel, and the big star was Rupert Friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> scored 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, lay it on us, Harry. What'd you think about the sequel? Yeah, um, I mean, Rupert Friend, he's probably best known for Homeland. Uh, if you guys have, if anyone's ever seen that show, I remember that's where I first saw him in, uh, for that. Uh, he was in some of the later seasons, but yeah, I would say this one's definitely worse. Uh, I don't know, I wouldn't exactly call it a sequel as much as. You know, I think it did, if I remember correctly, I think this one did a little bit more justice to like the Hitman character because, you know, to be fair with the games, there there isn't really that much development of the Hitman character other than his relationship with um, the secret organization that he works for. So it is kind of, you know, one of these things where, you know, a lot is hidden and you have to play through the game to kind of find out for it. But it would, But the best parts about the game for me are you know, trying to complete a mission 100% without getting caught stealth, alerting anyone and stuff like that. So it's really hard to do that as um, a movie. I almost feel like this, and this will probably be a theme I'll I'll carry throughout most of it, probably better as a TV series, like almost kind of like an HBO or something like eight, eight run series of like, you know, this is the hit he does this week, or this is where he's traveling this week. Um, which I think would do a lot better for, for a Hitman adaptation um, because I think the movies have just leaned more far too much into, Hey, your hit's gone wrong. You know, this is what's happening. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say Hitman, the first one, probably just slightly above, but you know, this one I think did a better job with uh, the Hitman character. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have House of the Dead from 2003, uh, based on the hit Shoot 'em Up. Uh, it scored a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I was the only one that saw this. Uh, so a couple <laughs> little factoids, I guess. Um, this was directed by legendary crap director Hugh Bowl. Um, <laughs> oh, so man, we, yeah, that's strike oh, one geez. going against it. Uh, and the only names I could really find in there that I recognized uh, that starred in it were um, Clint Howard and uh, uh, Erica Durance, who um, was on Smallville. Um, I only saw this once. I saw it when it was released in theaters. Uh, and I mean, I remember thinking it was not good. Um, but I also remember thinking, let me think here just to just to make sure the timeline is right. 2003. Yeah, I liked this more than I liked Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil. Uh, (laughs) Spoiler alert for that. We'll touch more on the the RE films later on. But I thought as a zombie movie goes, you know, it was okay. Um, I don't think from what I remember, it followed the plot of the video games where, you know, you have uh, the two special agents, you know, kind of going in and and taking all these zombies down. other than that, I don't really have a ton to say about it. Uh, I wouldn't go out of your way to check it out, but if it <laughs> pops on cable or whatever, sure, by all means, you know, give it a watch and you know, let let you bowl entertain you for uh, <laughs> a couple minutes. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the movie? I know you haven't seen it uh, or the game series. 
is, is, is that the game where it's like it's like a rail shooter where it takes take you room to room? Yeah, I, I think yeah. I played that game in the arcade. That's all I know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hair. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the next one because I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing for this one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, so maybe the longest title or second longest title on our list we have uh, in the name of the king. A Dungeon Siege Tale from 2008. Um, so this one had Jason Statham and Ron Perlman in it, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, I don't recall the game that it's based on. I, I don't know if it's if that was the name of the game or A Dungeon Siege was the name of the game. I don't know. I don't really know anything about this. But Hans, you saw it. I did. Why don't you, let, um, uh, why don't you give us your take? Another U-Ball classic. Um, <laughs> so the, the, I think the only reason I watched this movie is because I was on like a Jason Statham high. Like that was like kind of like when he was really like, I don't want to say he was peaking at that time. Cause like transporter mm-hmm. came out like a little before that. But other than that, like it just, his character's name's farmer. He's trying to rescue his, his, his uh, wife and son or wife and daughter. And he like meets Lily Sobieski and Ray Liotta's the King and Ron Perlman's in there somewhere. I, it's it, it's exactly like it i remember watching it and just being like like again i don't know what game it was based on but it, it is a, a horrible movie and that's <laughs> I, it's so bad and i don't know what what company keeps giving you ball money i really don't because like i think there's just, we still have like a couple other movies that we have to touch on that he did on this list mm-hmm. and they're just all dumpster fires and there's a reason this guy hasn't made a movie in like i don't even know how long um but uh, like i actually went to like some video game convention once and he was a speaker and idiot me went and like spent some time in there me and like i think like six other people were in the room (laughs) and i was thinking like that he'd be one of the he's such an interesting character that like like i said like people keep giving him money to make these movies and they don't learn their lesson and this movie it's it's just another like just it's a dumpster fire. Like, I don't even remember like one redeeming detail of it. Like, I think like the cast is okay. Other than like, I'm not a Ray Liotta fan, but I think it's just like, uh, I think it like, he's not convincing as a King. Jason Statham isn't convincing as like a farmer. Like you see that guy and you're like, like he knows like some kind of martial arts. Like, wait, so farmer was his name and occupation. Yes. He was a farmer named farmer. Keep it simple. (laughs) Keep it simple. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that was his name, but that's what everyone called him. So it was kind of like in Gladiator okay. when they kept calling him Spaniard. But I, I don't gotcha. even think, but at least he had a first name. Like, I don't think right. Farmer had a first name. I think they just called him Farmer. That's wow. it. Wow. So was this like a just your generic fantasy type movie? I don't even, would, you wouldn't even call it fantasy. It'd be a fantasy to wish this movie never existed. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's it's typical like medieval type, like that kind of deal. But like I said, it's just, I usually like those movies and I'll try and find something um, like redeeming about them. Like, I don't know if you guys like, here's a perfect example. And it's not a video game movie, but if you ever saw the 13th warrior with Antonio Banderas, mm. have you, have you ever seen any of you? Any, yeah. I'm seen familiar that? with it, but I haven't seen it. That's not a good movie, but at the same time, it's like the same kind of like Viking, like medieval type. It, it's not a good movie, but as redeeming qualities, this movie like just has nothing. Like nothing going for it. Like, and what do you say it was like a three percent? Uh, yes. Oh no, god, four percent. Four percent. I'm sorry. I, oh god. Way yeah. <laughs> Gotta oh, give it god. that one. <laughs> like, it just, I, it just, I, I need to find out who the hell uh ranked these movies or or, or 
like we're we're critics on these because it's just bad. That's it. I'm done. Okay. End rant. <laughs> yeah. End rant on uh, a dungeon siege tale. Oh, Bert, Bert Reynolds is in it too. That that's is like, he really? Yeah, he just shows up. Wow. Sorry, I I jumped on IMDb to look at other names on it, and I'm like, yeah, like it just has names like that pop up in it, and you're like, all right. There's your uh, six degrees of separation trivia for the day. I know, man. Lots, uh, of, lots of houses being bought when that movie came out. <laughs> or maybe not, because I don't think it did well at the box yeah. office. <laughs> um, all right. So next up, we have Lara Croft's Tomb Raider from 2001. And that had a 20% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, looks like each of us have seen it. Starred Angelina Jolie and John Voight. Um I'll be honest, I uh, love the Tomb Raider games. I, I only played one through three, uh, the original ones, and then uh, the remake on PS4. I think it was. It was PS3 or PS4. Um, but as far as, you know, um, staying true to the original ones, uh, it, it pretty much did. Um, I thought Angelina Jolie had the look of Lara Croft from the games. Um, I don't remember a ton about the plot, but uh, I remember being entertained by it. Um, what do you guys think about the uh, both the series and the movie? God, hands. I, I, I'm a big fan of the games. I played most. I didn't play the most recent one that came out, um, mm-hmm. but like I think it's Shadow of the Tomb Raider. But all the other ones I've I played through. I loved what they like kind of remade it. Um, and like kind of rebooted the series mm-hmm. um, like you I don't remember too much about the plot but I remember like Angelina Jolie she's like she really had a really good look to Lara Croft and, and like at that time like it was she was like 20 like 26 years old so she was like kind of fairly young of like what like like kind of age Lara Croft would be um, but I thought she had it like like in both movies now I don't remember the second one like I remember seeing it just mm-hmm. like being off of like like that's another one where, where like think there was such a high off the first one where at that time that was one of the first video game movies that were that was being made that was actually like kind of good and um yeah i mean i i unfortunately can't tell you much about like the plot i just i remember liking it i never had anything bad to say about them right yeah i mean for the time this was considered one of the good ones uh and in terms of video game adaptations right yeah um, but it just goes to show you like in the annals of time itself, it just, it doesn't really, you know, live up to the hype. Uh, Harry, what do you got on Tomb Raider? Yeah. I mean, as far as Tomb Raider, the video game, it holds a real special place, uh, for me. I think when I first got my PlayStation, uh, we got one of those demo discs with Tomb Raider on it. And, nice. uh, I remember I know exactly playing, what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. I, I, there was a bunch of games on, I remember playing that constantly and probably until like the disc broke, um, and uh, yeah, another special reason is me and my mom used to play Tomb Raider a lot. Um, so my mom would basically do a lot of the clues and puzzles during the night when she would come home from work and I would do all the action stuff. So we would each save on the memory card and then just take over for the other, you know, and then talk about it the next day. So I'm pretty sure I've played almost every single Tomb Raider. You know, the first couple, I think, like Greg was saying, were really, really kind of good for their time. Um, you know, we're, we're great for action and for puzzles, you know, is kind of keeping you guessing a little bit. Then they kind of hit a middle ground in the PlayStation 2, you know, kind of next gen PlayStation 3 era where they kind of were a little sloppy. Um, and then the most recent ones really kind of go kind of an uncharted route um, as far as trying to have big, big accent set, set pieces and stuff like that. The movie, um, I 
I don't know that it's a shame. I didn't look up the box office numbers before this, like I should have. Uh, but the two, I feel like these two Tomb Raider movies, this one and the next one we'll talk about Cradle of Life were pretty successful, um, mm-hmm. which I think helped kind of spawn over those next couple of years, you know, some more, you know, people trying to vie for video game properties to try and do the movies. But I thought, um, I thought there was definitely a, a version of Angelina Jolie's uh, Tomb Raider where it was a little over-sexualized um, mm. with it. Cause I mean, that's what a lot of people would do with the character, um, yeah. especially in the games. Um, and I mean, I will say, I think in like one of the first Tomb Raiders, I think all she did was grunt for the most part, unless there was like some over like story, you know, thing for that. So it wasn't like there was a lot of character development there, but I've, those movies, that one and the, and the cradle of life, I think for me, were just the classic growing up. It's on TBS. It's on TNT. It's on like cable, like it's playing, you know, at seven o'clock and you're flipping channels and, Oh, here's Tomb Raider. You know, let me check out a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, the games hold more of a special place for me than I would say the, uh, the movies do for it. But yeah, I mean, 20% probably sounds about right. I'm forgetful. I mean, like Chris was saying, I don't even remember, I know John Voight was in it as, as her father. And I know there was probably some bad guys that she had to hunt down, but um, I don't think it, it got that balance similar to Hitman, where I think it ends up being more of an action than more of just kind of developing the story a little bit with it. All right. Um, and just uh, I just looked up some uh, info in terms of money it made. Um, its budget was one hundred and fifteen million made two hundred and seventy four million, almost two seventy five right. million worldwide. So um, almost. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it did more than double its budget. So, yeah, it was definitely a yeah. big hit. I mean, I definitely think that's why I got the sequel too, you know, and uh, I'm yeah. sure the numbers went a little down for that, which probably created the let's let's wait another 10 years or 15 years <laughs> until we make another one. Right. When you, guys uh, were yes. playing, when you guys were playing the second one, did you guys ever lock the butler in the refrigerator when you can run through uh, the house? Yeah, 100 percent. Oh, yeah. No. Did that. <laughs> he changed, I, he I followed, he'd follow you around with like water and iced tea or something. Yeah, when and he got back really at annoyed. The, at the Croft estate. Yeah. So you gotta know. go in the kitchen and lock him in the freezer so he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. I didn't punish him for being a dutiful servant. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his job. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. So moving on, we have the sequel, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. And that came out in 2003. So only two years. After the first one, they pretty much had to green light the sequel right away and and get on it. Um, it scored a 24%, so 4% higher than the first movie. Um, looks like all three of us have seen this. Uh, starred Angelina Jolie again um, and also Gerard Butler. Uh, I'll be honest, there's a blank spot in my memory for this. I know I saw it, but I just don't remember much about it. Um, even though it does pop up on cable from time to time, I, I don't really ever check it out. Uh, do you guys remember anything at all about the movie? No, but I, that, that's amazing. Gerard Butler's in it. Like I'll go back and watch it. Cause like <laughs> at that time, like I had no idea who he was. Like he wasn't even like kind of the big name yet. Yeah. So like to find out like he was in it, like I, you know, the same thing. I remember seeing it, but I, I couldn't tell you one thing about it or anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say this is where the situation, like similar, I guess, sometimes with like Fast and Furious movies, where it's like, if you had told me the plot of the first one, um, and then actually told me it was the second one, I'd probably been like, oh, I, I would have had no idea. Um, so yeah, this one, I, I know it had some more stars. And if you probably look at the cast for it compared to the first one, it probably 
had a little bit better of a cast, um, you know, with that extra money, um, probably from what it made on the first one. But yeah, definitely not my favorite Tomb Raider. You know, the most uh, recent iteration is, which we'll touch on later. But uh, yeah, just a forgettable, you know, put it on cable, you know, an action movie that's just kind of on. Uh, moving on, we have Max Payne, released in 2008, starring Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis. Uh, this scored 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I did not see the movie. I did play the first game. I think there were sequels. Um, but uh, the first game was okay. Um, I think this was... Was this the movie that or the game that invented uh, Bullet Time? Yeah. This I don't, was... It, yeah, it was like... It, if not, if it wasn't the movie that invented it, it was like the very first to like really like be like a well, game film. wise. Cause I mean, yeah, the first yeah. movie was the matrix, but, right. um, yeah. but yeah, so, okay. So that's what I thought. I, I couldn't remember. I remembered it being like a big innovation in the game, but um, <laughs> the, the main character isn't exactly super likable. I mean, he's what, isn't he like a pill yeah. cop or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, your, he's your basic, uh, you know, detective, you know, addict, drunk, you know, who's, you know, his wife got murdered or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So how'd they do with the adaptation? Uh, not good. <laughs> I, I don't. I was so me. resigned. <laughs> I don't, I don't even like, I, I, I people like kind of like gasp when I say this, like uh, the biggest part of that is like Mark Wahlberg is not a good actor. Like, I don't think he's like, I think he was good in Boogie Nights, but I don't think there's, I've ever seen him in a, a good movie other than that. About and the I, fighter. All right, I'll give you that. I forgot that existed. That was a good movie. <laughs> okay. um, but it's just like, I don't, I don't think he fits. He like, if I was casting like Max Payne today, like now it's like, we're at the point, like I'm at the point in my life where I'm like seeing all these like things where I'm like, who would I cast? Like, I know much more actors, many more like. Mm. Like, who would I put in this situation? And Mark Wahlberg is the last person I would have cast as Max Payne. Myla Kunis, good on her. I like her. She was, she's, at the time, she was coming up and kind of trying to make a name for herself outside of that 70s show. Other than that, like, Mark Wahlberg is terrible. I don't remember the first thing about the story. I remember there were, like, some cool special effects. I don't, I don't, it was, the games are good, but the movie was, was, was absolutely terrible. You know, I just I remember the way Max Payne looked in the video games and just based on looks alone and probably get a better performance out of him. But Clive Owen, I think, would fit the bill. Yeah, that's perfect. Like that, that would be perfect. Not Mark Wahlberg. He's the he's like not even on like my top like 150. Like mm-hmm. I, I'd probably put like Brendan Fraser somewhere like and not to, like knocking on him. Like he looks more like Max Payne than Mark Wahlberg does. Right. Right. So Harry, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Max Payne for me was, I think, one of the first kind of PlayStation 2 games I played where it was like, I probably shouldn't be playing this. Um, so, uh, but, it, you know, the the bullet time was definitely a real innovation. You know, you could do crazy kind of jumps while you were you were shooting. Um, loved the game. I mean, as dark as it is, it was uh, it was always fun to try to find yourself pinned in a corner and having to use, a, a, you know, a, a lot of bullet time to try and get out of it, to try and, you know, get away. Um, part of the problem with this movie is I do remember this movie being in 3D, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Um, but I, it was kind of like filmed very dark. They kind of went to try to copy, I think, part not not the action version of the game, but it went to the story mode of the game and kind of 
keeping things really dark. The other problem with this movie is that it was rated PG-13. And if you've played Max Payne or are familiar with the game, it's not a PG-13 type game. It's definitely a rated R, um, you know, again, this would, I think, work great as a, you know, TV series where they probably had more time to kind of tell the story uh, with the, with it. But yeah, love the game, played some of the later, you know, Max Payne 2, I think Max Payne 3, uh, was one that like totally kind of changed the way the game was, but I remember that being pretty cool. Um, but yeah, pretty forgettable movie. Um, to be honest, uh, 2008, if I had a guess since it came out in 2008, there's a chance me and Chris saw it together, um, possibly, but don't even remember if that even happened. So that's fair. Yeah. Sadly, another better game and a terrible movie. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have Monster Hunter released last year in 2020. Uh, scored a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. So we're climbing. The highest. We're climbing. That's right, baby. Uh, upwards and onwards. This is the um, uh, highest rated movie so far. Uh, starred Mia Jovovich, uh, Tony Ja, and Ron Perlman. Uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who seems to be another um, video game. Like he's... He, He's perennially directing video game movies um yeah. not to be confused with paul thomas anderson <laughs> I, I've, I've done that I, i've mistakenly <laughs> done that where like i think like paul thomas anderson like like i think we're talking about like i think it was there will be blood and i'm like wait a minute I'm like is this the same guy that did like resident evil psych like, nope. wow. <laughs> he found nope. his niche yeah um so I I just recently got into the Monster Hunter franchise with uh, Monster Hunter World on PS4, and I thought that was a terrific game. Was a lot of fun, and um, you know, made me want to look at further further iterations uh, and sequels in the the game world. Um, but from what I played in Monster Hunter World, the story looks like it skews a little bit um, in the movie. Because uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with, um, I guess, m- the modern day world or the the world that we live in. Where, from what I've seen in the trailers, it looks like soldiers from our world cross dimensions and go into the Monster Hunter world or whatever. Um, so that kind of made me stay away and made me a little bit hesitant. Uh, but I mean, it looks like it did okay for itself. Um, have you guys played any of the Monster Hunter games, or did you want to see the movie? No, I, 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 the Monster Hunter games, like, I think that was one of the games I was waiting for to, like, drop to get that sale price. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't confident enough, like, paying, like, full price. So I was going to wait till it, like, came down. But I know, it, like, the, like, the PlayStation, um, was a PlayStation Plus now. I think it's one of, the, like, the free games that you can download. So, I was going to go back and revisit it. But other than that, like the only redeeming quality, like just looking at the cast is Tony Ja, who mm-hmm. is like just a, like a, a monster in himself. Amazing. In martial arts. Yeah. So I, I think that that's kind of like a good like that would attract me to watch it. And Mila Jovovich, I mean, she's in my, one of my favorite science fiction movies with the fifth element. Other than that, like Resident, I mean, we'll talk about Resident Evil, but I just nothing really drove me to go, like want to go see this um like i I think i might want to try the game out and then if this happens to be like free and streaming somewhere i'll check it out but i'm not i don't think like this came out last year was it last year yeah last year it was in december i believe okay so what and it was released in theaters 
Um, yes. so I, I, I wouldn't pay to see it. I'd have to wait until like that. That's definitely that kind of movie. It's like, I have to be in the right mood to like, not really care. And like at home on my couch. <laughs> Hair, uh, play monster hunter or any desire to see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say never played. Um, I think it might be free on like the PlayStation plus, uh, or maybe I'm it's confusing like the that PS5. with another like, game. No, no, it, like with the 30 games or something that are free. Right. I think yeah. it's on there. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, it's always been one that I want to get into and the movie seemed pretty cool. You know, uh, favor made something like horizon zero dawn into a movie. That would be something where I think they could look at that and maybe see, you know, again, I haven't seen it. Uh, so hopefully the CGI is cool, but kind of in the element of that, of having, you know, big, you know, monsters. So, yeah, it sounds like a cool premise. Would uh, would like to check it out. Okay. Uh, next up, we have one of my personal faves, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, get that get that EDM music. Um, so this is the original from 1995, uh, a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, and starring. Um, Christopher Lambert, uh, Robin Chow, um, Lyndon Ashby, uh, also directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, so, man, I just look, this is one of those movies where I'm not going to argue that it's not cheesy because it is. It's definitely got some cheese, but I love this movie so much. And it does it stay 100 percent true to the characters um, and the story and everything. Not a hundred percent, but it's it's mostly there. I'd say the biggest divergence they took was with uh, Raiden um, having a Frenchman play a Japanese god um, and mm. someone who in the games was very stoic, but in the movie is kind of glib and uh, comedic in a sense. Um, or he he has more like a dry uh, sense of humor. Um, yeah. It was definitely a weird thing to see, but I loved what they did with it. Uh, I just, man, I love this movie so much and I will watch it probably like once a year. Um, it's just, it's, it's awesome for me. <laughs> I can't say enough good stuff about OG MK. Um, Harry, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. I mean, Mortal Kombat's never really been a game series that I've gotten into. I'm not really a huge fighting uh, game style type of player, uh, mm -hmm. probably because I'm not good at it. And maybe that's why. Uh, but I remember being 11 years old when this movie came out. And I guess I must have been about maybe 12 because um, I guess, you know, waiting for it to come out on VHS uh, back in the day. Um, but, yeah, it came out on VHS and we had a sleepover of my friend Bernie's house. And it was the weekend at Bernie's. Just kidding. Uh, it was just oh, a night. And um, we literally had this movie on. and I think we replayed the beginning of it like 100 times where just the intro comes in. Um, and the music's blaring. Um, but yeah, I watched this movie a lot. Um, have I revisited a lot since then? No, I think similar to Greg, it's like, I like to keep, um, the nostalgia I have for it, uh, is strong and I want to keep those memories and not with my, you know, uh, film mind, go back to it and critique it. So I'll keep those memories that I have of it. So. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, hands, what about you? Um, <sighs> I think like looking back and, and, you know, I watched the, the new Mortal Kombat within the past week and I went back to kind of just watch some clips of like scenes that I remember from the original and like 
and I'm going to call him Lambert because I know it's Lambert, but I just, I, I think I've been calling him that for like 35 years. <laughs> um, so like, I, that's a great, like, I didn't even think about it at the point where it's just like, yeah, you have like a Frenchman playing like a Japanese God. And I, I know why they casted him because I think it's like at the time he was coming off of Highlander. It was like nine, late eight or nine years after Highlander. And he was like a big kind of name, like an action name. So it's like everyone else in that movie other than, God, I don't even know. I don't even think like Robin Shell was like kind of big, like other than like Beverly Hills Ninja. And like, I don't even remember anything else he was in. Um, I, I like that. I thought the action was pretty cool in it. I like in terms of Mortal Kombat, such a tough series because there's so many characters to kind of give justice to. Um, I liked it. I liked the final fight between Liu Kang and Chao Sung. It's like actually like really like how like the whole thing plays out. I think, I think it's really cool um it yeah it's nostalgic um it's not my favorite video game movie um but it's it's i definitely probably put like top five top ten but other than that i mean i'm sure we'll we'll get into a couple other takes in a few moments Mm -hmm. for another mortal Kombat. yes uh well hands was hinting at it so let's dive right in this is uh probably the biggest discussion we're gonna have on any movie and i'm talking about mortal Kombat, the remake 2021 uh, scored a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. So we're talking the highest movie yet out of any of these. Um, boy, uh, it stars Louis Tan in the lead role, uh, Joe Taslam, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, um, Nathan Jones, Tadanabu uh, Asano. So it's got a, um, some pretty good Japanese actors there. Um, all right, who wants to start this off, Hands? I, I think you're chopping at the bit, right? No, you know what? You can you can lead this off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I absolutely did not like this movie at all. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, there were things in it that uh, were okay. Um, I thought that they did justice to Kung Lao, um, Scorpion, and Sub-Zero. Uh, which is interesting because I, when I first saw the trailer, I didn't like what, what they had done with Scorpion and Sub-Zero, but watching the movie, I kind of turned around on that. Um, but the rest of it, you can throw in a dumpster. Uh, we're talking about a movie that didn't have a tournament, which Mortal Kombat is about the tournament. Uh, we're talking about paragraphs of dialogue, uh, all exposition where every character's got to explain everything and, Oh, this is this, and this is this, and that. And it's like, dude, come on! Like, I, you don't need to throw everything right at my face every time you speak. Um, we're talking about a very bland and uninteresting lead character, uh, Josh Lawson as Kano. Everybody's like, oh, he carried the movie. For me, he was just trying to play edgy, cool guy, and his jokes fell flat for me. Uh, sorry, it, they did. Um, I could go on and on. Oh, you know what? Another good thing I will say was the uh, the gore for the movie. I thought that was um, pretty good for for a Mortal Kombat thing. Uh, but you know, it just it was so disappointing. And I mean, you got a great character like Goro who has won the nine previous tournaments, and he just gets beat by Golden Under Armour shirt dude uh, randomly. Um, Goro, I think the CGI Goro did not look as good as the animatronic Goro from the first movie, which was, what, uh, 26 years prior? I mean, yeah. how does that happen? The CGI, 26 later years later, doesn't look as good as the OG. Uh, it's just, 
man, let me take a breath and woo saw hair. What are your thoughts on this? So I definitely, I think I lean a little bit more towards your views of the movie, Greg. Um, you, you didn't hear mine yet. Well, I definitely don't lean <laughs> lean towards your views. So I did really enjoy the Kano stuff. I think they referenced every movie in the Warner Brothers collection, uh, <laughs> or at least he did with his character. Um, but I did really enjoy that. Um, I did see this movie in IMAX. Um, so I went to a theater to see that. So that was another added cool element to be able to do that. Um, I really enjoyed the beginning with the feudal Japan and just kind of starting it off with that. I really wish I could have watched, you know, an hour 45 of that kind of story um, as opposed to the Mortal Kombat, the tournament, like you said, Greg, I mean, you know, as far as adaptations to, you know, what it's, what it's brand is, I didn't really mind it as much as you did, but I, I understand where it's like, all they do is keep talking about this tournament. And then it's like, Oh, this is happening. Like, I guess this is the tournament. Um, but it wasn't, and, that wasn't the tournament. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and it kind of sets up, you know, more Mortal Kombat movies in the future. Um, will I see them? Probably. Uh, I saw this with our buddy, Tim. He's always going to take me to see these. I think he leans more towards the handwriting side um, here than our side, Greg. But yeah, totally two and a half on my letterbox for it. Uh, half star because of Kano. Um, mm-hmm. But otherwise, uh, yeah. And, you know, two stars for the for the opening because I thought that was pretty cool. And the mm-hmm. Sub-Zero Scorpion stuff uh, was pretty dope as well. Hands? Chris, okay. whenever you're ready, hey. go ahead. Hey, okay. Go ahead. So, all right, I'm going to be honest. Uh, like, I think back the in next when they released... Academy Awards. <laughs> when, when they released the... Um, the trailer and everything for it. I honestly thought originally it was going to be a TV series. And mm. I think it this, I think this type of movie, like how they treated Mortal Kombat, like this way around, it would have been much better as a TV series. I think they fit a lot into one, um, one movie. Mm-hmm. Now, Lewis Tan, I hope you're not listening. If you're listening, just don't take this personal. Um, <laughs> you're, I, I think he was the weakest part of the movie. And I agree. Like, I think his character, like, I always have a problem when they when they take original characters and put them into already existing character like already existing franchises, mm-hmm. and I think this is definitely one of the like an examples where it is a weak part of the movie. And his Akana or Arcana is it's plot armor like literally it's plot armor like I don't I don't know I thought it was metal but then in other scenes it looks like it's like kind of like loose like cloth I don't I don't care it wasn't good I I will be the first to admit that. Um, but I did go in with this movie with based on like other, like just video game movies in general, like some of the ones we've talked about with like very low expectations. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because like the acting wasn't going to be perfect. I like Lewis Tan. He's a great martial artist. He's not a good actor. Um, and the same with like Sonya, I wasn't like impressed with her. Like I thought she was a little too like Bridget. What's her last name from the first one? Um, Jesus. Oh, uh, Veronica Vaughn. Um, <laughs> we'll get back to it. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll Wilson. Wilson. Is it Wilson? I think Nelson. Like, I think Nelson. Nelson. I think she was a lot better as Sonia. Like this Sonia was a little too like too much for me. Um, I don't like how they did justice to Reptile. Like he was literally a reptile. Like he wasn't a ninja. But yeah. I like. I think there were more pros in it. Like if I'm looking for like a gory kind of action fighting movie, um, I thought this was pretty well. Like I loved. I. Honestly, like I love Joe Taslam. Like I think he's a fantastic martial artist, and he was definitely the best part of the movie. And even Scorpion's character, even though like small as small of a role he was in it, 
And the lack of the tournament, like, I'm not going to kind of be upset about it. Like, I would have loved if it was actually in there, like the original one. But at the same time, it's like, I know, we knew beforehand that there was going to be, like, like Taslam even said he signed on to do, like, three or four more sequels. So I think they're going to touch on that tournament aspect, hopefully in the sequel. Um, and in the sequel, you know, we're going to get Johnny Cage, who a lot of names are getting thrown around for that. Um, I, I think that they're going to touch on the actual like tournament style in the next one, I would hope. But I mean, I liked it. I, if I had to give it like out of 10, I'd probably definitely say like a seven out of 10. Um, like I, I was like kind of cheesing from ear to ear in a lot of it. I loved Kano Cabal. I hate it because I didn't even know he talked like that. Like he could talk and like, it was just, I thought he was too much. And mm-hmm. like, like, and when him and Kano were talking, it was just like, I, like my head was going to explode. Cause I'm like. They're both kind of like, like jerk, like, pardon, like a hole characters, and it's just like their bands, like ba- like their banner back and forth. Like I didn't like that. I thought like you could like that's the this is the kind of movie where you can only have like a one kind of a character like that. And I thought Cabal like really didn't belong. He just felt like a like a New York cop kind of guy, mm-hmm. and he was just like I think Harry. We talked about that over the weekend where he just like had like a like a New York cop kind of thing, and he like wasn't mm-hmm. like mysterious he was just like a guy in a suit for the most part it was just weird like i don't like it but other than that i i would I, I at the end of the day i was happy i know there's gonna be more which is good hopefully they keep like hopefully they bring like some of the characters like sub-zero back and i don't know how they're gonna bring scorpion back i i hope they do i hope lewis tan uh, hopefully isn't in it but <laughs> yeah i mean look i get that it's not gonna be an oscar level movie i get it right. but like I expect a decent story. I expect a decent plot and dialogue. Like, and I didn't get any of that with this. Like, you've got 76 characters across all of the Mortal Kombat games that have been made. 76 different people you can play as. And they made a new character because none of those 76 were good enough. No, false. Liu Kang. And I agree. Like, I would love it if they had, like, a, like... I don't know if they didn't want to do it because Liu Kang was like the central figure of the like the '90s movies, and they want to kind of mm-hmm. like veer away from that. But like, I would have loved it if they had like maybe do it from like a Raiden standpoint or something like, or like Raiden and even like Kao Lang or Kao oh, Jesus boy Kun Lao Kun Lao. I always mess his mm-hmm. name up. Like Kun Lao, like him and Liu Kang were great together. Like I think that that would have been a good focus point. And I just I don't think Cole fit in it. Like, but again, like all these movies and in, in properties, they always do this where it's always they introduce like some rando character to like somehow fulfill a prophecy. Now, I read that like a lot of people thought he was going to be the new Scorpion. I hope that doesn't end up being the case. I hope they keep Sonata because he's he's a fantastic martial artist mm-hmm. and he would like he fit that kind of role good. But I don't know. I, I liked it. I'll defend it like till the day I die. I like I had seven out of ten. I understand people's complaints about it, but I, you know, it's not. For I didn't everyone. know you were ride or die gang for MK like that. No, um, I, I, like, and I don't, I'm not even like a huge fan. Like same with like Harry, like with the games, like I'm not a big Mortal Kombat guy. Like I'll play. And then once I like play online and I start getting like destroyed by people who are much more advanced than me, that's when mm-hmm. I kind of like, it's like why I don't play Call of Duty anymore. And it's just like, I like kind of just, it, it's no fun for me anymore, but you know, I'll revisit some of the older games. Yeah, I mean, look, I I'm not like diehard Mortal Kombat right. where I, I've probably only played like six or seven out of the like There's 15 tons. approximately yeah. games. Yeah. Um, 
but I know enough about the story and what I like about the story to want to see that represented. And that's not what I got. Like, I didn't get that representation. It's like, you know, if you look at the way Marvel comics do movies, uh, Marvel studios, uh, I, I mean, they, they will take the core essence and they will change stuff, but they keep the core essence of the characters there. And that's what makes it so popular. Um, this doesn't do that. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. It, it just didn't work for me. Uh, right. But enough I prom- about, I, I promise you the sequel is going to fill everything in and make you feel so much better. Yeah. But guess what? The mark of a good movie isn't what the sequel will do. It's the movie getting that right in the first place. Like well, no, just, I, read, I, I read like a collider article where they were talking about that and they're like, Oh yeah. You know, we didn't include the tournament because we wanted to put it in the sequel. And it's like, you haven't had, a movie for this IP in 26 years. And so the first thing you're going to do is say, nah, let's hold stuff back. And when it does well, then we'll put the rest in. No, that's not how you operate. That's asinine. Like, come on. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, make it make sense for me. And <laughs> somebody please. <laughs> Greg so, anyway, up. Yeah, I know. MK does that. Uh, but we're still going <laughs> to stay in the MK realm, even though we're moving on from this movie to Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, which was released in 1997. This was the sequel to the original Mortal Kombat movie. Came out two years later. Um, got a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, stars Robin Shaw again. Talissa Soto again. Uh, James Remar replaces Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Um, and then some of the other characters like uh, Sonya and, and Johnny Cage, they replaced as well. Um so two percent, ew. Uh, yeah. Now, as much as I love Mortal Kombat, um, the original one from '95, uh, this one deserves every bit of that two percent. It was <laughs> it was cool seeing um, a lot of the new characters that they introduced, uh, specifically characters from like uh, Mortal Kombat Three, uh, making it into the movie. Um, but on the other hand, uh, it was just very, very like shoddily done and cheesy. Um, James Remar was a talented actor, uh, RIP, but um, he was not a replacement for Christopher Lambert. Um, I don't know. It was just it was very disappointing. Uh, Hans, what do you think about this one? Uh, I actually watched the opening like 10 minutes, like, I guess, Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, like, I forgot that they recast it. Like, I think when I saw the movie, like, for like Remar and probably Lambert are probably the same guy to me, like as mm-hmm. a, like a, a 11 or 12 year old. But then I, when I started watching this, I was like, Oh my God, like that's not even Christopher Lambert. Like it's not, it's not this, like they recasted half the movie and Robin Chow. Like, I don't know why he went like, I, I don't know. They gave him a little more money or something. I don't know. I think they kill off Johnny cage in the first five minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I just, this is like, I guess one of those, like they're bouncing off of, you know, Kind of like with Tomb Raider, where they probably greenlit this right away. They're like, people want to see this. And then let's just like, at this point, let's throw it to the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And none of it landed. Like, it was all just, I, this deserves a zero, in my opinion. Like, it just, it's a horrible <laughs> movie altogether. Wow. Uh, Harry, did you, you didn't see this, right? No, I didn't see this one. This one I, I must have missed in my, in my growing years after seeing the original. Um, you know, as a kid, it's it's really hard to, well, at least back in the 90s, it was really hard if you missed it on the big screen. It was like, all right, well, now you're waiting on VHS or, you know, you're going to your Blockbuster to pick it up. And then you, like, tell your parents about it. And they're like, nah, it's not that video game where, like, people, 
you know, get their heads cut off and everything. And then they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't think that's for you. So, um, but yeah, glad, I guess I didn't, I didn't see the bad one, uh, the super bad one. So yeah. yeah. Hey, way to go, Harry. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you missed out on the, uh, the bad one. So kudos to you. Uh, moving on, we have Need for Speed from 2014, uh, scored a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, starred um, Aaron Paul and Dominic Cooper. Uh, I didn't see the movie. Um, I've played some of the Need for Speed games, specifically the Underground series, which was fantastic yeah. and was probably inspired by uh, Fast and the Furious. Um, Harry, you saw the movie. Uh, what do you think? Did this, um, did this kind of run in that same vein or was it a different type of thing yeah yeah i mean the uh you mentioned the underground series greg i just uh pulled out underground 2 for my playstation 2 the other day so i nice. would be popping that in uh just to drive down memory lane um but yeah i mean i think the early very very early games i remember there was like burnout and like you know uh hot pursuit and like those mm-hmm. i remember playing a lot of you know but there wasn't really a lot of character development so this i was kind of hoping because I, I did have high hopes for this movie, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, I really was excited to see it. And it looked like it had some, you know, cool, you know, car chases and stuff like that, you know, kind of in the Fast and the Furious world, but in a different world. Um, and uh, yeah, it didn't deliver. I don't think it deserves 20%. I'm thinking maybe 30, 40% um, for it. So I think it does deserve to be higher. But going back to like the, the early games really didn't have a storyline. So this one kind of created one, you know, Hey, here's a street racer who was, you know, betrayed by his, you know, former business partner. Um, but yeah. And I mean, it had Aaron Paul coming off of breaking bad, you know, right. That was kind of like his first, you know, like, Hey, he's going to be a movie star. Is, is just, he just basically replaying like maybe a less drug addled Jesse Pinkman or is it something different? You know, I think, uh, I don't know if anybody saw him in this, uh, like I, it's really, I was going to say Westworld, but I feel like he does a, a Jesse Pinkman impression, but you know, less, less drug addict, but I think it's really hard. Like, I mean, you know, for certain characters to get out of certain roles and he was mm. rewarded so much for that role. And I think people look at him as just Jesse Pinkman for the rest of his life. Um, but yeah, this one, I definitely think was a little bit better just because there were some cool, you know, car scenes. If you're, if you're into that. Um, but I mean, Dakota Johnson was also in this movie, Michael Keaton, Remy Malek. And it's like part of the problem with that movie is that, you know, it's not a very good script. Um, you know, there's a lot of problems with it, with, you know, character development stuff. I think it was almost about two and a half hours. I remember it being fairly long, um, you know, where I think an hour 45 would have would have done. So that's my rant on Need for Speed. Fun games, you know, um, the movie pretty, pretty much, you know, skippable. But, you know, if it's ever on, you know, check it out. Hands, any thoughts on Need for Speed before we move on? Uh, I think you muted. Ah, muted. Sorry. Um, no, I mean I didn't. I didn't see the movie. Um, I the cast seemed fine, but I had no desire to see it. I liked it when it was, you know, called Fast and Furious. Like that. That's pretty much, you know, like you said. Whether needs Need for Speed got it's like kind of, it's. Uh, kind of idea from fast and furious but i the games are cool I, i've played them but not kind of involved in the series at all okay. yeah. uh moving on we have pokemon detective pikachu released in 2019 uh 67 on rotten tomatoes and this is in fact the highest scoring movie on this entire list of video game adaptations 
So it's got that going for it. Um, starring Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu. You got Justice Smith, Bill Nye, uh, Ken Watanabe. So you got a pretty good cast here. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I was the only one to see this uh, before I get into my stuff. Any thoughts on Pokemon or Detective Pikachu specifically? Um, I love Pokemon. Um, I probably almost caused separation when Pokemon Go came out because I was unhealthily uh, like obsessed with it. Um, but no, like growing up, I love the Pokemon games. Like I remember being pretty like amped for this because I'm, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Like I like like I don't think he, there's a bad Big Ryan he, he does he does bad movies, but he doesn't necessarily like like he's good. He, I don't know. He's he, kind of hard to read. But at the same time, it's like I, I think this was like during like like I was kind of doing a lot of stuff in the house and and Catherine was pregnant. So it was like it kind of came and went by the time I was out of the theaters. I think I forgot it even like kind of came. I remember it came out in like February and it just came and went. And that was it. And I never like I know it's been added to like streaming. So I think it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. But I just like I think at the time there were like a lot of movies that I didn't see like Captain Marvel that I'd like always intended to go back and watch. And you can just add Pokemon to the list here. I mean, it, it looked funny. I was intrigued, but I just, I think at that time, like of like that few months, I didn't really want to like kind of take any time to go see it. Hair. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, I think this one and Sonic are probably the two on the list that I'm most disappointed that I haven't seen. Um, so these two for me are definitely, I mean, I loved, you know, the, the first Game Boy edition of blue and red, you know, playing Pokemon, um, and then playing Pokemon snap on the N64, um, you know, was a lot of fun as well, uh, as silly as that game was, but yeah, definitely would love to see it. Um, planning on putting it on my list, um, you know, or my short list to see, but yeah, I just haven't seen it, but yeah, Pokemon, a lot of fun, had the cards, all that fun stuff. Hmm. Well, uh, I am a huge Pokemon fan, um, watched a ton of the anime, have played almost all of the games in the main series and a couple in the side series, um, was big into Pokemon Go when that came out. And man, this movie was so good. <laughs> it really was like it deserves the 67 percent and it is understandably the highest rated. Um, yeah. It had a lot of heart and soul in it. Um, the performance from Ryan Reynolds was really good. Uh, it was really cool to see Pokemon and even though the Pokemon were CGI, um, it was really cool to see them in a live action environment and what that world would look like uh, kind of meshed with the real world. Um, just really a fun, fun time. So if you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend checking it out. Like go out of your yeah. way to see this for sure. Uh, okay, moving on, we have Postal from 2007. Uh, scored a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I vaguely remember the game, but I never played mm. it. Um, yeah. And it stars Zach Ward and Dave Foley, the movie. Uh, oh. Dave Foley, you might know from some stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, not much to say about this. You guys have any thoughts before we move on? The only thing I know is that it's another U-Bowl classic. Um, but I don't remember the game. I don't really remember what involved the game, but I remember if I remember this correctly, if it's something else I'm thinking of was very controversial when Mm -hmm. it came out because for being like extremely violent and I, and that's all I really remember. And like, I I think I I don't even know, like Dave Foley, like I I know who he is. Like I've seen some things in him. I can't, I, I don't even 
know like where to begin to kind of explain this to anyone like what mm-hmm. it could be i mean nine percent is probably a lot higher than it should have gotten again like <laughs> most of you bowl movies like you know but sure flush down on the toilet it goes yeah um, <laughs> uh next up we have prince of persia the sands of time uh released in 2010 uh starring jake gyllenhaal and Gemma arterton um Scored a 37% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but it doesn't look like any of us have seen it. Um, any guys play any of the games? I think I did. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I played the first Prince of Persia, or one of the first few. The, uh, I know the OG, being... like, side-scroller? No, the first, like, 3D one. Oh, okay. I yeah, gotcha. I, think, I think it's Sands of Time. I don't know. I know they're remaking one of them. So I'd be excited to kind of revisit that. But other than that, I mean, you know, it, I, I think I saw, I remember seeing the trailer. I just remember in the trailer, Jake Gyllenhaal's like jumping across buildings and like falling through <laughs> sand at one point. So that's it. So as, I, as one does, if you're a prince, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but I think that's it. That's all I know about the movie, the game. I, I, I if it's sands of time that I played, then I liked it, I, I, but not enough to like really kind of be able to tell you, the first thing about the story okay uh hair any thoughts on pop yeah i mean i i think this really changed gyllenhaal's career because of how much of a bomb it was and how much it hated uh he hated it um but yeah this was another one i think it was supposed to be a may release i I don't know if you have that in front of you greg but i'm pretty sure it was supposed to be like a big blockbuster like kind of before the summer came out um in 2010 but I remember the game vividly because you could rewind time and you could stop yourself. If you were going to fall, you could just rewind it back and try to make that jump. So I remember it being an interesting kind of game uh, for people to play, uh, but I never got around to it. I think I was probably playing God of war around that time mm-hmm. um, as like something of like, Hey, I kind of have a game that's like, you know, uh, mythological, I guess, or I don't know. Um, but yeah, this one just I never never played. If they ever remade it, like Chris was saying, I'd be down for it. But yeah, the movie. Uh, this was the one I was surprised none of us saw. I was expecting at least one of us to see. I think it's probably one of the bigger ones on here that we haven't seen. You were right, by the way. It was May twenty eighth, two thousand ten. Yeah, so, it like was that Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I remember yeah. it was supposed to be huge, and it wasn't. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, bomb. Um, next up, we have Rampage two thousand eighteen. It was released. Um, Got a fairly big cast with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Malin Ackerman, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Joe Manganiello. Um, so you got some some names in there. Uh, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, I mean, makes sense. Uh, I, yeah, right. I, yo, right go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, kind of right there. I mean, um, I haven't seen the movie, so I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Craig, but mm-hmm. it was a video game that I loved because I remember playing it on the N64. And I think it's the kind of thing that could be successful for video games where you kind of take something that's in a world like Rampage, but kind of put, you know, a deeper story into it because there definitely wasn't much of a story um, with Rampage, the games you were just basically destroying cities um, and fighting yeah. each other. I mean, as a, a fan of Kaiju and Godzilla versus Kong and all that stuff, I mean, this is what I want to see. Like, give me big monsters yeah. smashing the crap out of each other. Uh, as far as the movie goes, it was a little cheesy, but you know, 51%, I think is a fair score um, uh, across the board. Uh, yeah. Uh, hands, any thoughts on rampage? 
Same with Harry. I played the games. I remember liking them. Um, I would love it if they actually released it on like the current consoles for like a remake of them. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, this is like the pre Kong versus Godzilla. Like it, it's giant monsters fighting each other. I didn't see it, but I think it's one of those movies where you can like, like kind of figure out in the trailer, like what exactly is going to happen. Like, you know, like I, if I remember right, like what's this, George is it says yeah. the, the monkey's mm-hmm. name. And what's and the Lizzie. lizard's name? Lizzie. They mm-hmm. end up teaming up to fight another threat. If I if am I making that up or is that kind of <laughs> what happened? Uh, that I don't recall. Okay, yeah, I, I made it seem like I and I think that's what happened. Like there's another like third threat, like of a monster that comes. But I it it just I, I think I skipped it because The Rock was kind of making these movies that I was like not really interested in anymore. Where it's just like general like like cheesy action. And I'm not saying I won't watch them if they're like on TV or something, but I, at that time I was I didn't feel like I wanted to like kind of spend money watching watching it. But I that being said, like if it was on like HBO or something or like FX, I'll probably keep it on. But yeah, okay. not too much about it. Games are good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, check those out if you haven't. Uh, Resident Evil 2002 is our next one, starring Mia Jovovich and uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Um, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'll kick this one off. I did not like this movie. Um, <laughs> this was another one where it, it diverted. Like, I love Resident Evil. Um, I've played most of the games. Um, I'm not huge on the lore, but like, uh, I'm, I'm big enough on it, especially with this being the first Resident Evil movie that I wanted to see the first game made into a movie. And they did not do that. <laughs> they took elements of it, but you know, it, uh, they switched the main character for some reason um, and created a totally new one. And uh, I mean, they had the mansion, but it wasn't really the way the mansion was in the comics or I mean the, the games. Um, so it just, it didn't do it for me. Uh, I don't know. Hans, how about you? I, I think I like it a lot more than you now in terms of resident evil game. Like it, the movie starts off in the mansion for five minutes and then it goes right into the, uh, the, the lair or the, I forget what the, the name of it actually is. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like it's cool that they added the zombies into it, but it didn't feel like a resident evil game. Um, this was another example like mortal Kombat, where they added a character, a new character to an already existing franchise. I think, I think half everyone in this movie is pretty much a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have like Resident Evil, like with the Redfields, like Ada Wong, like those are all like great, like Leon Kennedy, they're all great actors to like kind of utilize. Um, you can change it up a little bit, but keep the mansion. But I think putting it into the underground layer was like, or that like underground station was kind of dumb. Um, I, I think I, I, I remember liking it at the time. And I, I, when I watch it now, like I'll probably like, I'm like, all right, it, it has some really cool moments. But for the most part, it's just it is all. And, and I'm just going to go on the record and say, like, all of these Resident Evil movies just kind of blend together for me. Mm-hmm. I don't other than like, I think it's like Afterlife or something. I don't know what happens in any of them like that. I know like there's a bunch of stuff like but they all feel like the same movie to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is the only one that felt different from the following like six or however many there were. Um, but I, I think if they would have went with the already existing characters, I would have been like way more invested. Okay. Harry, any thoughts on Ari? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a video game series that's a hole in my uh, my discography. I've never played a Resident Evil game. Uh, the movies, really? I've yeah, I've never played one. I think I, I, I was really scared of playing horror games because um, there's another film series we'll talk about after this that I just never played either. Um, hmm. So I think I was just probably a little baby about it and just never uh, never played them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have nothing to say about this movie, but similar to Chris, it's like if you could, you know, I even put down maybe for one of them because I think as the movies continued to come out, uh, our buddy Tim probably drugged me to go see it on like a Wednesday when it's like, we've seen all these other movies, what's there to say? And it's like, it's opening night of Resident Evil Retribution in IMAX. Let's go check <laughs> it out. You know, we'll hit up the Applebee's beforehand. So um, yeah, I've only seen the later movies of the series and um yeah, I couldn't tell you a single thing. They, they really blend together for it. So, Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We'll talk about the next one solo, and then I'll just kind of lump all the others together. All right. Sounds great. Okay. Um, so the next one is Resident Evil Apocalypse, which came out two years later, 2004. Uh, it got a 19%, so big drop uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, this one, uh well let's let's do starring first starting uh mia jovovich again um sienna guillory uh comes in as jill valentine um and then you had mike apps and ian glenn uh, a couple others um so this one i actually prefer over the first one because it introduced jill valentine and um it had nemesis in there uh this was much closer to the games even though it still veered off quite a bit um at least they had characters that i recognized and that that looked good and were living and breathing for me that's important so, yeah so you know i i kind of enjoyed this one a little more um couldn't tell you a ton about the plot other than just i remember liking it uh hans how about you yeah uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with my previous point like I, I i think i remember like same thing where i probably like this a little more to see like jill valentine and um and like you say with nemesis now did they introduce Claire in this one? Was Allie Larder in this one? Or did no. she come in the third one? Okay. I, I think that was the third one. Their third or fourth one or twelfth. I don't know. But right. um, <laughs> but I, I do remember, like, uh, I don't remember anything specifically about it, but I remember coming off of Resident Evil 1, like, going to see it, that I did see it. But, um, yeah, I like I, I think it's cool they started to kind of maybe bring in a little bit of lore from the previous movies, even though they did veer off, but... Other than that, I, I think this is this is the point. I, I probably liked it, but th mm -hmm. it really got to the point where it's just like I really couldn't like if I if there was like a Resident Evil quizzo on all six of these movies, I, I'd guess <laughs> what scene what's in which one. <laughs> it, it'd be a quick night for me. God bless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, OK, so moving on, we have Resident Evil Extinction, which comes out three years later in 2007. Um, that got a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that was the last one that I saw. I checked out after that. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Afterlife comes out three years later in 2010. That got a 22%. Uh, and then we have Resident Evil Retribution in 2012, so another two years later. Six uh, total. Yeah, uh, and that got a 28%, so second highest rated uh, amongst them uh, until Resident Evil, the final chapter. Um, in 2017 so a five-year gap there and that got a 37 percent um which was the highest amongst the entire series it blows my mind that there were what like like you said six movies made um i have to assume 
that these movies were made on the cheap and then they were just blowing out um, their their grosses like they were uh, making way more than the budget cost because I cannot for the life of me understand how they would have made this many movies um, in this franchise. What are your thoughts on the franchise overall, guys? Like I said, they blend together. The only one I remember is in Afterlife is when they introduce um, Wesker. And there's like a fight between Claire, like Chris Redfield's in it, who's like the star of of the friggin' series. It took him four movies to get like added into it. Um, it was Wentworth Miller who ooh, he's all right. <laughs> like I, I don't hate him, but you know, I think it was Wentworth Miller. Um, I had no idea they they even put Wesker or uh, Chris in the games. Yeah, or the movies. Like, I mean, they go to like some prison and like Allie Larder's Claire Redfield, and then they like find Redfield in like prison. And he's like basically like a prisoner or like he's in like an abandoned prison as like, you know, and then that's it. And then Wesker comes. I don't know if he was introduced in any of the earlier games, but he's kind of prominent at the end of this one. But there's a really cool fight that um, between the Redfields and Wesker. And it's very like I'm trying to think what Resident Evil it was, which one it was like of the games. But it's re- very reminiscent of that ending, mm-hmm. like the fight of how it goes down. That was pretty cool. I don't tell you, I don't know about anything else. It's it all. I didn't see final chapter. I probably will at some point in my life just to see how the story wraps up. But I'm pretty sure I we're, I mean, they're already making another resident evil movie that's coming out soon um, mm-hmm. or this year or next. I'm not sure, but I don't know if it's a movie or a series, but they're kind of want to redo that, that world. And I, if they do it, I hope it's more towards like the feel of the games this mm-hmm. eventually at one point left horror and went into a just generic post-apocalyptic like, world with creatures, like right. with zombies. That was it. Yeah. So, hmm. Our thoughts on the franchise? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, just kind of what Chris was hit, alluding to a little bit there uh, towards the end of what he was saying was, you know, it, I remember it being something completely different from the games or how the games were described to me. You know, the games have always been described to me as slower pace, you know, you're, as you guys have mentioned in the mansion and then these movies just kind of took it up a level and we're like, yeah, we're going to go for, you know, but successfully, but the reason why I think they are successful is because they usually came after that kind of huge Christmas, you know, rush of everybody, you know, seeing movies and then come January, middle of January, when no one's, you know, look, when everyone's looking for something new to see, it's like, what do we got? It's just, I described earlier with Tim. It's like, what do we got? And it's like resident evil and IMAX opening night. And it's like, all right, let's go see it. Sure, it's a Thursday. Um, but I mean, this series carried on for 15 years. So um, I know there's a new Resident Evil game coming out, um, Village, which will be out soon. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something I'm excited to dive into and try to, you know, touch on some of the the classic games. Um, so more to report back on that on our next video game movie podcast. Good. You should definitely check out like Resident Evil, like remastered uh, one yeah. and two, and then the last one uh which was just i think resident evil um but those are those are really biohazard good. one yeah yeah yeah, biohazard. Biohazard. Yeah, biohazard. yeah yeah uh okay so man we just got out of one survival horror franchise and now we're jumping <laughs> into another with silent hill uh which released in 2006 uh i got a score of 32 percent and uh the cast had rada mitchell sean bean Lori holden uh from um uh, Walking Dead, uh, Deborah Unger, Alice Krieg, uh, so um, some you know B-level names, uh, with the exception of Sean Bean. But um, 
I really, really, really love this movie. Like this is uh mm. this is one that's just absolutely spooky. This is one of the few uh PG thirteen horror movies that like will give me the chills. I thought it was really well done. It captured the feel of the games. Um story was good. I think the ending falls apart a little bit. It becomes a little confusing. Uh, but overall, I thought the performances and um uh the dialogue, the uh the plot, all of it um was was really well done. Very uh very spooky um ambiance, uh for sure. Um hands, you saw this as well. Yeah, and I don't remember too much about it. Like I've only seen it once. And mm-hmm. Silent Hills, like like as a game, I don't think I've ever finished it because this is like a uh I'm sorry. This is like a series where it's like it's this kind of creepy horror I don't I don't like. <laughs> like Resident Evil, like jump scares aren't too like bad for me, but there's a lot of creepy stuff in Resident Evil that just kind of like gives me like like chills every time I like and that's the job of the game. Like it, it's supposed mm-hmm. to like kind of creep you out. And I remember, like, I remember liking the movie. I just never revisited it. Um, like, I don't remember how it ends. Like, I, I probably thought it was probably a little too confusing, too. Um, but Sean Bean's great in it. I mean, he's there's not really a performance where he's bad in. Um, I don't know if he kind of met his normal fate in it. Um, probably. Uh, I just assume he did. Yeah. Uh, he, um, he. I don't think he actually does in this one. Well, uh, it's confusing. It's confusing. I'll say that. Broke. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I, I've... I think I played through like maybe like the first three hours of the first game. And then mm-hmm. when things like started getting like really, really, really weird, I'm like, I'm out. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, this is stuff that's going to give me nightmares. So. Um, hair, any thoughts? You know, this game series definitely again, scary, silent, you know, I mean, it's in the title uh, games were definitely not my groove, but I do remember this movie being a bit of like, Oh, silent Hill. Like that looks really creepy. I think it probably made some money um, because I do remember this coming over to a side where, you know, horror fans were definitely excited for it, even if they weren't excited for the game, you know, even if they had no idea it was based off a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I remember this one being more memorable than the the next one. Um, but yeah, I had no real desire to check it out. Um, this was probably, yeah, 2006. I definitely wasn't in a horror movie phase then, um, or, you know, probably a little scared of it, to be honest, a little scared. I mean, I watch it maybe like once every other year. Um, but yeah, I, I would say if you get a chance, give it a shot for sure. Um, as you mentioned, we had a sequel to it six years later in 2012, uh, Silent Hill Revelation. Uh, that only scored a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, so kind of got a pretty big drop. Um, interesting cast uh, in that they bring back some of the people from the first one, so I guess it's a direct sequel. Mm. Uh, Sean Bean, Rada Mitchell, um, Deborah Unger, uh, but they also add in Malcolm McDowell and Carrie Ann Moss and Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, that kind of blew my mind to see that. Now, I like I said, I haven't seen the sequel, but I'm going to go out of my way to check it out now, 10% or not. Um, <laughs> any thoughts on the sequel, guys? I, I'll i go back and watch Silent Hill. And then, like, with the, with that cast, too, like, I'll probably watch Revelation. Like, mm-hmm. I, I it, it sounds like I, and I actually just looked at, like, some of the cast in it. And I'm like, well, it's not bad. Like, yeah. I, I would I would definitely check it out. But, um, yeah, and I didn't realize that, like, I think that, like, there was one of the first, like, I guess not first, but 
they kind of utilize like 3D. I remember specifically that movie. They were kind of like called it Silent Hill 3D, and then like Revelation mm-hmm. was kind of mm-hmm. like a second title to it. Yeah. But I didn't realize it's like I I always thought like Resident Evil was like 15, 20 years ago for the most part, and it was fairly recent. Like I mean, two thousand twelve. It's not two years ago, but it's almost you know there's still oh yeah, it almost is yeah. But they were still like like that. That's kind of more recent than I remember it coming out. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh, next up, we have Sonic the Hedgehog, released in 2020. This is the second highest rated amongst all of the video game movies uh, behind Detective Pikachu, uh, with a 63%. And somehow, again, I'm the only one that has seen this. So I guess I'm just uh, I'm the guy you go to if you want to watch good video game movies. <laughs> um, uh, as far as the cast goes, we had Ben Schwartz doing the voice of Sonic and then James Marsden and uh, Jim Carrey in the uh, the main roles. Um, movie was a lot of fun. And this this was one um, I didn't see it was when it was in theaters uh, because that was like right as the pandemic was starting. And I just, you know, yeah. I didn't really have a desire either. Um, but then when it came to Amazon prime, I was like, ah, you know what? I heard good things. I'll check it out. And it definitely surpassed my expectations. Like it was a fun movie, a uh, lot of comedy in it. Um, but, uh, just really enjoyable. And they set it up so that there's going to be a sequel, which I believe they already announced, um, good on whatever company it was. I don't recall, uh, the distributor, um, but good on them for uh, changing the look of Sonic uh, amid fan outcry because he looked really weird and nothing like the character. And then they they took that to heart after fans were really backlashing <laughs> against it. And I mean, really did. it it worked. Uh, they spent X yeah. millions of dollars to, to do it and it actually paid off at the box office. So good for them. Um, did you guys want to see Sonic at all? Any desire? I, I did. And I and I will. Um, I I'm I'm a sucker for like a goofy Jim Carrey performance, and I think this is like kind of right up my alley with that. Um, mm-hmm. I liked how they listened to kind of the um, like the fan outcry because I think one of the first things that I did notice, like when I they first had, like showed the look of him, I'm like, this is this is he's terrifying looking. Like he doesn't look like Sonic. <laughs> and I and I agree. I think it's good that they did change it, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm a big fan of the Sonic series, so it's definitely like you know I've I've played most of the bigger name ones, um, like the the some of the spinoffs. I didn't I didn't play, but for the most part, like like one through three, I think Sonic and Knuckles, like I'm a huge fan of. So, um, you know, I, I'll I would expect in the next couple of months I'll I'll probably go back and watch it. Okay, fair shout, uh, Hair. Any interest? Yeah, I mean, for, for a lot of people, I think Mario and Super Mario Brothers is kind of their first introduction to video games. So Sonic the Hedgehog was mine. Uh, I had it for Sega Genesis, and I had Sonic, uh, I think, 3. And then I got the expansion pack where you could put the cartridge on top of your Sonic and Knuckles cartridge to have Knuckles in the game uh, there for it. So it holds it holds a place in my heart. It's just like you were saying, Greg, I think once the pandemic started, you know, I dove into probably more film like uh, Criterion Channel and, you know, older movies that I hadn't seen. Um, and it just, you know, kind of gets lost down the list uh, for it. But definitely one I wanted to check out. I was super excited about it. I think I get ragged on uh, from a friend Dom about it, about not having seen it uh, since it came out. But, um, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to watching it. Glad, glad you're here to represent us for it, Craig. 
Howard Sonic. Uh, okay, so next up we have a classic that you just kind of mentioned, which is Super Mario Brothers. Uh, came out in 1993, was the very first video game movie adaptation, uh, live action. Uh, and it got a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, had a decent cast. I mean, it had Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, Samantha Mathis. So you got some names in there. Um, uh, look, it's it's a really cheesy movie. Not a good movie. <laughs> I enjoy it, but I, I'm, I'm ashamed with myself for enjoying it. <laughs> uh, this is definitely like a guilty pleasure movie. And look, I, I, I don't watch it all the time. It's probably been like a decade since I've watched it, but I will watch it on occasion, maybe once a decade. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's just, uh, they try to adapt a lot of the stuff from the games, but they do it in such a weird wonky way. It's mm. like, it's unrecognizable. I don't, I don't know that this property, and I know there was a, a TV show, you know, the super Mario brothers, super hour. I don't know that this property can be adapted into live action. Uh, it's just, the aesthetic of the Mario series doesn't really fit that. So I don't know. Hans, what do you got? Uh, I first like to say that that super Mario um, TV show mm-hmm. is a classic and <laughs> I, I love it with uh, Lou Albino. It's mm-hmm. Albano so, Albano. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so, but I, I had a VHS that I owned with super Mario brothers, um, like with one episode where mm-hmm. it was like, basically they ripped off King Arthur and he needed to find a golden plunger. And <laughs> I watched that watched that cassette. Pro- and I'm, I wish I could exaggerate over 200 times. Like in maybe like I used to watch it like every day. And that that's wow. yeah, that's that. Now let's go to the, the movie, the live action mm-hmm. movie. It's it's awful. There's I, I like they it's not Super Mario Brothers. It's yeah. not. They could have they could have called it Plumber Brothers or something or it's something like <laughs> there's not or anything like anything else but like i agree the cast is i guess if i was going like if i was gonna cast a super mario brothers like bob hoskins and john leguizamo like at the time they were big names and i guess i guess i could see that but like no mustache on leguizamo though no luigi mustache that's right yeah i just right he doesn't have it oh wow but hoskins Uh, fits the look for sure he does but (laughs) excuse me (laughs) i'm trying not to laugh here um dennis hopper as as king koopa is like it, it's I don't know like he's he's a human basically he's like an evolved human and it just makes no like it, it it's so trippy like that's the kind of thing that like they were just coming off of the success of Super Mario Brothers for like the maybe 10 years and mm-hmm. they're like well we have let's cash it out they include Yoshi which Yoshi's the the craziest looking dinosaur it just it's insane. like a live action dinosaur like animatronic yeah. It's scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. But there's nothing else. Like in order for like Bob Hoskins to jump high, he has to wear special shoes. And he's like that. And I remember that part. But I, yeah, it just I, I feel like I remember a lot of it because it was so cheesy. But mm-hmm. like it just like if I were to watch it now, I'm like this is not like if I ever shut at the fin. I'm like first of all, here's Super Mario Brothers, and then here's <laughs> something else that they called Super Mario Brothers. It's not the same thing. And then like it just got weird. Like. She was supposed to be a princess, and I, I think her name was Pete. They didn't call her Peach. I forget her name. Yeah, but Daisy, maybe. Daisy, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And like, just made no sense. And it, it I, I know why they made it. I just don't know why they made it the way they did. 
yeah but yeah uh yeah i mean it, yeah it was daisy i uh, just looked it up yeah. um yeah it's it's just it's really really weird um I, there's no other way to describe it uh i guess the babam was cool which was like a little version of yeah the bomb from the game but i think then, that's yeah it. that's like it. you that's... said they had the the jumping shoes and like i don't know just the goombas like, were like really bizarre I didn't even know Koopa could talk. King Koopa could talk or Bowser, whoever he was going by the name. And the last person, like, at least try and do some kind of CGI. Like, I understand they're talking about the humans evolving into dinosaurs, but Mm -hmm. I would not imagine Dennis Hopper to be King Koopa. Like, that's not, like, in my mind, a live action would not be Dennis Hopper with, like, the horns and everything on him. it's, It's so weird. So, don't... Maybe skip that one unless you're in for... A really psychedelic experience. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. 1994, we have Street Fighter uh, coming in at 13%. Um, uh, cast, you had Raul Julia, uh, Ming-Na Wen, um, and of course, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think that was Raul Julia's last movie. Uh, anybody back me up on that? Yes. I, 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 if it wasn't, it was right. his first like big movie. Like he, Unless he did like a smaller one since then. But I, I think this is his last one. Okay. Um, yeah, he this... died in '94, so yeah, yeah. It's probably okay. So probably his last role there. Um, just bad movie for me. <laughs> uh, this is another one, kind of like Super Mario. I'll watch it maybe once every 10, 15 years, just to remind myself how bad it is. But I did not enjoy this. Ryu is my favorite character in Street Fighter. I know he's you know kind of vanilla for. Uh, pro street fighter players you know they're like oh he's basic you're just a ryu player but um but i i like the character uh but he was just a schmuck in this um they didn't really do anything to make him cool um van damme as guile was cool although again you have like a frenchman playing a uh an american and he's got full accent on he's not even trying to hide it um they included some of the characters from Super Street Fighter 2, which was cool, uh, which was a newer release game at that time. Uh, Raul Julia was not imposing as M. Bison, God rest his soul, but he he was does not have the body type for that. Really bizarre how they made like him have powers and like uh, um, how they made Blanca. It was just it was a bizarre adaptation. I think they were trying to do right, but just failed. Um, what do you guys think about Street Fighter? It's my guilty pleasure if I had to pick one off this list. Mm-hmm. It's I, I now I'm on I'm on the page of like there's there's bad movies that have really good moments like monologues mm-hmm. or something in it, and I think like yeah like Raul Julia is not like he's not physically fit to be in this type of movie like in like kind of an action movie, but I think like some of the lines that he delivers are like are so good, like I think his like his like his performance of as M Bison is good. Mm-hmm. But he can't like he can't like stand toe to toe with with Van Damme in an action movie, right? Um, but that being said, like I like it has some of my favorite movie lines in it where like he's talking to Chung Lee and he, the whole thing where she's like you don't even remember or like she's like the worst day of your life was when your parents died. For me, it was just Tuesday. Like, right. I think that's like classic I, line. I think there's so many good lines in that script. But it is a it is it's not a good movie like mm-hmm. at all like it deserves the low rating, but I, I feel like I I just love it a little more because it's like extra cheese like kind of like how you feel about Super Mario Brothers 
like this is my Super Mario Brothers, where I just feel like it, it's so. It has nothing to do really with the games for the most part. Is like I don't. I'm not. I wasn't a big Street Fighter guy, but I remember Blanca being in like a, like a some kind of cryogenic machine for a while, and then breaks out and he's monstrous looking. Um, that's all I really like. And but you know, for the most part, I can't remember a lot of the movie. Like, but I just I Raul Joy is it's one of my favorite roles for him. Mm-hmm. So, how what do you think? Hair. Uh, Listen, I, I love this movie. I can't. Um, I love how bad it is. Uh, as, as Chris mentioned a little bit, I never really played the games, as I mentioned, with Mortal Kombat. I'm not much of a fighting uh, type game. Have I seen this movie in the last 15 years of my life? Probably not. So I will continue to carry on my love of this movie. I just think it has, like Greg, you were saying, and as Chris mentioned about your Mario Brothers love, I think mm-hmm. that's it for me with Street Fighter is – it's just I love the military aspect of it, of just, you know, there's these two different sides, like they have to stop them um, before, you know, whatever. I don't even remember the plot exactly, but just a lot of cool fight scenes when the characters like drift, like there's that big like kind of action sequence at the end where each character gets to fight like they're kind of arch rival in a way uh, towards the end there for it but yeah i love it absolutely love it would i want to revisit it again but i also don't want to lose the nostalgia of watching it when i was probably eight years old um you know when it was on basic cable or nine years old of just really enjoying it so right okay um well as as much as you guys might like that one the next one not so hot we had uh street (laughs) fighter the legend of chun li from 2009 um and that got a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, that starred Kristen Crook uh, from Smallville, Chris Klein, Neil McDonough, uh, Robin Chow um, from Mortal Kombat uh, is in the movie as Jen, uh, and Taboo <laughs> uh, from Black Eyed Peas. And wow. you also had uh, Michael Clark Duncan. So interesting because um, the cast seems to be, well, interesting. I'll, I'll give it that. Uh, but the movie was just very, very bad. They tried to flesh out things a little more um, and, and again, focus on the Chun-Li aspect um, with Charlie as the other main character. But uh, it was just, it was not good. And I, I remember one of the things that like really threw me off too was they showed Chun-Li at like three different uh, stages in her life. Like when she's a kid and a, a young um like a preteen and then uh her adult self i guess and like none of them looked anything like each other and it's just <laughs> like it really like threw me off um chris klein i mean what can i say outside of american pie he doesn't have much of a career to write home about and even that is um questionable uh it's just it was a bad movie so you guys were not missing anything with that uh do not go out of your way to see that movie yeah, I know, like, they were, I think that the plan with that was, too, they were going to, like, focus on, like, individual characters, like, kind of build, like, a, like a, I guess, a Street Fighter-verse, mm-hmm. and, like, they yeah. started with Chun-Li, and that was it. I, th- I think they, like, they realized how much that bombed, and I remember, like, where I was working exactly when that movie came out at, like, the midnight release or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I think, like, three people went to see it, and that was it. <laughs> like i i and and, and i don't re- i like i walked in on a couple clips and i was like nope i don't I, <laughs> I don't care about anything like this i'll never watch this movie so 
just that bad. So thank uh, you for, for justifying that. No problem. I will say, though, if you guys are looking for a Street Fighter fix um, in the live action realm, check out Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Now, granted, yeah. it, it didn't make the list because it's yeah. not a, a movie, but it was a it was a YouTube series and it focused on Ryu and Ken and it had Akuma as well. It was so good. Oh, my God. Like, so, so good. This this was everything that Street Fighter should have been on the big screen. Um, so, again, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Check that out if you can. Uh, real quick, hands. any thoughts on that? I, I, I remember watching it and being, like, kind of, like, I thought it was really well done. But, I mean, I, I can't kind of praise it. I just, you know, I, I would recommend it. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think I maybe only watched them, like, maybe once or twice. But. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, next up, we have Tekken from 2010. So I actually forgot that they had made a live action version <laughs> of Tekken. Um, Me yeah, too. I, it I, is, I, I don't. Yeah, that's. I saw that on the list. I'm like, that happened. It did. Um, it is notorious in that it is the lowest scored of uh, all of our movies with a zero percent. Yes, even beating out Alone in the Dark's 1%. It has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, not much of a cast to talk about in terms of like recognizable names, with one exception, and that is uh, Shang Tsung from the original Mortal Kombat. Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa oh. uh, plays Heihachi Mishima, the, the main bad guy. Um, so yeah. that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I mean, uh, I have not seen this. Clearly, it sounds like something that is no bueno uh any thoughts on tekken uh like the games uh <laughs> i that's it like this is this is basically so this is the paddington of bad movies the end uh, yeah exactly <laughs> got it's it the, it's not the citizen kane anymore it's the paddington yeah, got it <laughs> exactly uh okay Moving on, we have Tomb Raider um, from 2018. So that's the the reboot. And uh, that had a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. um, Starring Alicia Vikander and Dominic West. Uh, Harry, looks like you were the only one out of us that had seen that. Um, Any thoughts on it? Love me some Tomb Raider. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think Alicia Vikander's Lara Croft is more geared towards the newer games that have come out. Uh, so, and the movie kind of is as well. She kind of uses a bow a lot more than, you know, the pistols she used to have in the, in the earlier games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I kind of like her Lara Croft a little bit more. I think she adds a little bit more depth to the character, uh, with it. Um, the 52% is probably about right. You can flip a coin on whether you like it or not. Um, I don't think it's a perfect Lara Croft adaptation, but as you know, as long as they keep making the games, they'll probably keep making the movies, uh, for it, to be honest with it. I haven't I haven't seen it. Um, should I go out of my way to check it out? Um, I wouldn't say go out of your way to check it out, to be honest. I think it's it's a little forgettable. Um, but you know, it's a solid it's a solid action movie, you know, kinda if you're looking for that. Um mm-hmm. but you know, or adventure movie, it does a little bit more justice for the adventure part of it. Uh but I wouldn't say it's something you need to you stop what you're doing to go see at all. Um, but, you know, the Lara Croft uh, adaptation, uh, the best one still still eludes us to this day. Okay. Fair enough. Hands, any thoughts on Tomb Raider reboot? 
No, I, I'll 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 watch it. Um, it's got I, I like Alicia Vikander and Walter Goggins is in it too, so he's always always yeah throws in a good performance. So I think it just kind of disappeared from my radar a little bit. But um, I remember seeing the trailer; I was pretty amped for it. it looked like it looked like it really kind of matched up with the new series, the new mm-hmm. series of games, which is cool. Like Lara Croft in like her very early days. Um, so I'm yeah, I'd be all in to check it out. I just haven't yet. So okay. Uh, next up, we have Warcraft from 2016. This scored a 28%, which was a little surprising to me. I, I thought it was better than that. Um, uh, looks like I was the only one that's seen it. Uh, as far as names in the cast, you got Ben Foster, Dominic Cooper, Toby Kebbell, and Clancy Brown. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. Uh, I I didn't play any of the original Warcraft games, but... I did play World of Warcraft pretty extensively through several expansions. Hands, you played with me um, for a little yep. bit. Um, I would say go out of your way to check it out. It was a fun. <laughs> sorry, Harry. Um, it was a fun movie. Uh, it was fun fantasy movie. You got to see some decent CGI in it. Um, decent creatures and costumes and makeup. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I disagree with the twenty-eight percent. I think it should be higher. Um, you guys have any thoughts on Warcraft? Um, I, like I said, like me and you played for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to check the, the, the game out, but I don't think I was way too interested at the time. Like I thought the trailer looked pretty good, but I, I think at this time, this was, there was like a lot of stink of other video game movies where I'm like, you know, it, it's probably gonna be like a generic one where just, you know, um, it's not going to be too good. But, um, I, I heard like, I kind of, after it kind of saw its time in theaters, um, I kind of heard some like okay things about it, and I, you know, what you're saying about it, it it's not, it's not great. It's not going to win awards, but it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely lo- like like to go back and, and check it out. And I mean, I haven't played the game in God knows how long. Like I don't even know if it's still live. Um, <laughs> but um, I would definitely, you know, I, I would I would check that. That actually, I think it was on TV like Sunday night, um, mm-hmm. but it was like towards oh. the end of it, so. Yeah. I want to say I, I caught it on Netflix like a couple years ago. It, I'm pretty sure it's not on there now, but I'm sure it's got to be streaming somewhere. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then last we have Wing Commander from 1999 um, starring Freddie Prinze Jr. and Matthew Lillard. And it scored oh, a 10 yeah. scored a 10% on uh, <laughs> yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Um Never played the game. No desire to see the movie. Uh, what about you guys? Played the game. Won't see the movie. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's my extent of this. Um, I don't even remember too much about the game. I know it was like an older game, um, but I think it was like kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, like a flight simulator type, like airplane. Um, other than that, I, I, this isn't something I'd go out of my way to, to ever watch. So. The poster, or maybe it's the cover to the DVD. That's what it looks like. It looks super cheese. Like yeah. it looks, it looks like early '90s made for a sci-fi TV movie. Like it, it looks bad. Yeah. Uh, Harry, are you you trying to see Wing Commander or what? Listen, I uh, I don't think I will. I don't think I'm going out of my way to see it. Um, I do. When you mentioned the the actors in it, I do remember. I think hearing about it, but definitely it was something that I just had zero interest in for mm-hmm. sure. So pass. Like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. has a weird career where, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think he's a terrible actor. Like he, in some of the roles he fits. Like kind of like I know you did last summer, and he's great in um, 
in Star Wars Rebels, but it's just like I like he he would like he has really good animated? movies. It does. So it's it's still it still counts. If okay. they they'll, they'll bring him if they ever do. Well, I don't know if they will. Um, you know, I, I he's such a weird like I. But I feel like in the early like whenever this came out, like he he would definitely be like that perfect like actor that would like do a movie like this like and is you know I yeah. don't know it's just weird. I know, but the, but Greg, I never, I didn't rewatch, look at the cover, but I mm-hmm. still know exactly what you're talking about. Like <laughs> from seeing that, just sticks out. Yeah. Uh, well, that's our list. Um, we had a total of 40 movies, excluding the uh, animated Final Fantasy, and of those 40, the average score, which excluded Final Fantasy as well as Dead Trigger and Far Cry, since those didn't have any scores. Period. The average score was 25%. Video game adaptations, come on, get with it. Let's start making some. Uh, some that are good, I should say. Uh, I mean, we just went through 41 movies because um, it was the 40 plus Final Fantasy. And yeah. there's there's definitely some some diamonds in the, the very, very rough. Um, but it's sad that, you know, you have so many game movies and they're mostly just trash. <laughs> it, it's weird like the whole aspect of like video game because a lot of these are popular series mm-hmm. and i don't you look at it and say like you know you see some comic book movies like you know i'll use like green lantern for example like people are like how are you gonna mess that up like it, mm-hmm. it's a very popular like somewhat popular franchise it make like the games make ton of money i remember resident evil 2 like broke rec like so many records when it came out but then you like uh I think when like studios try and like veer away from an original to tell an original story, I think that's just hurting the actual like proper, like the product. And I, and we see like examples like resident evil we talked about. I think that's a perfect example. Even, even mortal Kombat for the most part, but it's like, I I just think that they like studios try and think they know what, what we want. But if you look and like just in the history of what we like, this would be like a great thing to like really dive into, like some of like the production of some of these movies to see like really what they like, why they didn't like why Super Mario's Super Mario made like a completely random like movie that has nothing to do with the games. Yeah. What was the thought process behind that? Exactly. Uh, So what do we think about the future of video game movies? Howard, do you want to take this? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I know like one movie that I'm really excited for or intrigued by is the Uncharted movie uh, with Tom Holland. The reason I'm excited for that is because I love the series and I think it's an interesting take on jumping into that world, but not making it exactly like the games. Um, However, I mean, I think comic books has kind of overtaken any desire to make video game movies. I mean, I think as long as the success of Marvel and I mean, DC to, you know, a smaller extent, but they're very, they're still very successful. I think as long as they continue to, to pop, I don't think there's going to be room for those class A actors to jump into a video game, uh, you know, movie. I mean, as I mentioned with Uncharted, I think Tom Holland has a chance to do something different with that. But I think video games or movies are still continuing to have issues of not top notch, top tier directors, not top tier writing, not top tier acting. Um, you know, and they, they kind of fail because of that. So, I mean, you know, I think the Sonic series could be something. And I think if you gear it more towards children, 
I think that could be something that could be successful as a future video game movies, kind of continuing with Pikachu and Sonic to kind of, you know, hey, let's release, you know, a children movie for it. But I think the Max Payne's or the, you know, dark, you know, Mortal Kombat's of the world will fit a very niche audience, but never really be too, too successful. Mm-hmm. It's uh yeah, you definitely make a good point about like comic book movies kind of usurping or supplanting um the video game yeah. movie because that was like the the space before where it was like oh this is you know your summer action movie that's going to get all the nerds out but yeah. uh but now with comic book movies for the most part the quality and the budgets are are there the track records are there you have studios yeah. that are invested in it so it's like yeah are we just going to keep making stuff from a genre i.e. video game movies that has a terrible track record that seemingly is difficult to adapt or do we want to go with the new thing which is comic book movies so that's a pretty good point you had um as far as the future video game movies yeah i mean it's not looking super bright for me we'll see with uncharted but i think the casting is all wrong in that movie um yeah it's a fair point it could be it could be fun and i'll go in with an open mind um but I i don't know we'll see Chris, you had mentioned the Resident Evil movie coming up. Um, we'll see about that also. I'm kind of excited uh, to see what they do with it because I did not like the last um, series. But six Resident Evil movies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's in, by the way, it's in post-production. Expected release date is November 24th this year. It's called okay. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, Easily no major next year as well. Yeah. And no major names in it, so what does that tell you? You know, maybe they're not expecting it to do much either. Right. Um, I don't know, Hans. What do you think about the future of video game movies? You got a really good point with the video with the comic book movies, and I think that enough. Like, I don't think video games are, and I, I mean, just like, I don't mean this like in a negative point. Like, I feel like video games aren't as popular today as they were like in terms of pop culture in terms of they were like in the 90s like and i'm not saying that they're not selling Mm -hmm. but like there's a lot of series that are out there like like a call of duty and everything like they're like some of the most popular games like i don't think they'll ever make in the movies like they'll never make a call of duty movie or you know i'm trying to think other ones like Fortnite. like well actually like i can see them making movies like with that but i don't i think like you had I think once video games, like, like, it's hard to say, like, they peaked. I think the content, like, I think you had, like, you missed an opportunity for, like, Zelda. I think mm-hmm. Super Mario, like, I, I feel like you can get, like, back then it was easier to make video game movies and consider them to be, like, successful during the 90s. I think now, like, I don't think a lot of people want to see a Call of Duty movie. I don't think a lot of people are going to be begging to see a Fortnite movie. Harry, I saw that. Like, I, I, I saw that head tree. Um, I, I like, I think the popular games now wouldn't translate well into movies. So I, I, I kind of agree where I don't see it being like, I, I don't see them having a good chance to like kind of succeed. Um, but again, not saying video, video games are one of the most popular forms of like entertainment, mm-hmm. but I just think like the content now, uh, I think they like, it would kind of go in like full circle where they'll try and make things that aren't kind of with the game like they're not going to learn from their past mistakes okay that's fair yeah uh, okay. and i'm also not excited for uncharted i think that's like kind of like i think it's going to come and go yeah 
Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Tommy H. <laughs> uh, so what is one video game that you guys would like to see turned into a movie? Uh, I mean, I think for me, I mean, I think, Chris, I would actually be excited. I don't understand why we don't have a Call of Duty movie every other year that drops like with Mark Wahlberg and just tells a story and just, you know, I mean, these generic war movies that come out, like just make it Call of Duty, add one or two characters from the lore for it and just make it. You know, I mean, the problem with making a Call of Duty movie is literally when you play the game, it's like an eight hour campaign that's like all action all the time and there's barely any story anyway so for me i I wouldn't say i would like to see that done i just don't understand why we're not popping them out just like that um a movie that i would like to see though i hope it wouldn't be bad would be horizon zero dawn i kind of hinted at it earlier i think that could be really cool to scale and with the cgi for it um the other thing i was going to say about um that i that i didn't that i forgot to say with chris is i think the best way for movies to succeed or for video games to succeed is to actually go series with series like when we talk about like things i'm excited to say like the last of a series i'm like super down for i love that game um i would say i would love to see that turned into a movie but they're going to make a series of it and i think that's a way to have an eight hour story as opposed to pulling out a movie as we talked about issues before where it's like hey let's do two hours but we won't get to the big thing and we'll leave it as a hint for the next movie it's like no shoot your shot now you know what i mean so having eight hours to tell a story i think is a lot more valuable for the video game experience because for the most part we play video games it's not like we're playing for two hours and it's like oh look we're done you know, we get into these worlds, we dive in, and I think that's super important. So I guess I would probably say Horizon Zero Dawn would be, a, I think, could be a really, really cool movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, I think it might be better if they just animate it and, you know, make it a movie, um, you know, instead. So to your point about the series, uh, one that was recent that comes to mind is The Witcher. I've never played uh, yeah. the games or watched the series, but um, apparently it was very popular. The series that is... Uh, and well done so much so that they they've already made a, a season two, um, which I think is in post. So good point there. Uh, Hans, what is one video game you'd like to see turned into a movie? So I, I was kind of back and forth with this. Like if I had to pick one, like I've always wanted to see a legend of Zelda mm-hmm. um, movie. I don't think, I think at this point we're never going to get it. Um, but with that being said, I think Bioshock, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have ever played those games. Um, I, I think no. that they're very, they're very original from their storytelling standpoint. Um, the third game um, is one of Bioshock Infinite is probably my top three favorite games of all time. Um, nice. And I would I would I would kill to see that um, see that turned into a movie. I think the like the way the world of that they built in um, in those games, I don't think it'll ever happen unless it's all CGI. I don't think they can like kind of like they can make like a bright, like a darker environment, but I just think that to do it right, it won't end up being a live action one. Um, But I would, that's one I would love to see, like actually then pull it off. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Uh, So I'm going to have to choose my all time favorite game series, which is kingdom hearts. Um, I would like to see live action, but with the Disney characters as CG um a la like tom and jerry or well i know tom and jerry was hand-drawn uh and um space jam was hand-drawn but along the same lines you know mixing that live action with cg 
uh, give me like a Scott Pilgrim type aesthetic, anime aesthetic with it. Yeah. And I think that they could go all in on that. Um, they'd have to make some changes to the plot to make it um, digestible <laughs> because that is the most confusing plot of any video game I've ever played. In a it really is. It, it's, um, uh, yeah. But it doesn't stop me from loving it or wanting to see it. Uh, so there's that. Uh, what movie would you guys like to see turned into a video game? Hans, how about you? All right. Um, you you kind of answered for me. I, I don't, but I see. I don't know if I would go with with that. Like, are you mm-hmm. saying like the raid? I would love it if the raid was turned into a video game. Um, it'd have to be like mainly just like a hand to hand combat because that's like if you've never seen the raid movies, like just. You know the podcast is almost over, so just bear with us a little bit longer <laughs> and turn them and turn them on right away. Um, but if I if I didn't go with the raid, I would love to have and we've had them in the past, like a like a like a kind of like today's next gen RoboCop game. Mm. Um, I would love to see like a current, not the Joel Kinnaman one, but I would love to see like a, just an old school or like a, like a, like the old school RoboCop on the newer like an open world kind of deal like grand theft auto um but yeah that 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 or like any kind of those like 90s action movies like a commando commando would be great on a video game nice hair how about you well i think one that i was thinking about because i i didn't really love this movie uh but i know it was popular i think shutter island would be a really kind of cool interesting game that they could do uh with that um, and then I, I thought I had it written down, but I don't. I forget what my second one was, but um, we'll go to you, Greg, and we'll see if I remember it before we end. All right. So mine is actually a movie that Hans mentioned during our discussion. I want to see a Highlander game. Um, All right. I, think All right. That... I changed my answer. It's Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would be pretty awesome. You could make it um, just a one player uh, action adventure game if you wanted to. But the thing I'm thinking of is more along the lines of like a massive multiplayer game where, you know, you're just tracking other people down and, you know, kind of dueling them one on one. I think there should be permadeath. So, you know, once your character's head goes off, that's it. Your, your powers, <laughs> the quickening happens and your powers go into the other guy. Uh, but I think that'd be a really cool concept for a game. So I don't know. Work it. Nice. You remember that Highlander action? No, I don't. I was going to also mention, I think, District 9, um, which I thought would be kind of an interesting, you know, if they did something in the in the lore of that. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember what my other one was. So maybe uh, maybe we'll have to tweet it out or something and uh, see if see if I remember was it, it. Was it what I said earlier with There Will Be Blood, where you just collect as much no, oil as you no, can? No, that, that, that wouldn't be a great game, I would say. It's a fantastic movie, though. Have a little side quest with a bowling alley? cool i don't think that'll work <laughs> all right so we are at the end of the episode have a few uh few things to catch up on here real quick or, or a few things i wanted to throw out um first of all is uh mystery science theater 3000 one of my favorite shows of all time mm. is currently running a kickstarter it is over at midnight on the day this episode drops so you have one day uh if you've <laughs> never seen mystery science theater 3000 check it out um it's funny if if you love movies you're listening to this podcast or watching us um i'm sure you'll love mystery science theater 3000s people just riffing and joking around uh with old cheesy movies so if you're a movie fan guarantee you'll love it anyway they're running a kickstarter to get another season going um and that is at make more mst3k.com so check that out 
secondly, um, Harry here was kind enough to uh, make a boom, Twitter boom, boom. account for um, Papa Spice uh, and Papa Spice's hot takes. And uh, where can the folks find that at here? They can find us at uh, PS Live Spicy. So uh, that's where they can let us know uh, what we need to do better, what we need to do worse on, and interact with uh, with our people. So that'll be great. Awesome. So give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Um, and I appreciate Harry for making that happen. And uh, last but not least, uh, for my end anyway, um, I am going to be guesting on one of my friends' podcasts, which is Crap Kids Watch. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, a show um, by a couple of parents uh, who are friends of mine, and they review various episodes of various TV series that kids watch. Um, some of it's good crap, some of it's bad crap, um, but it is <laughs> is all out there. I am not going to spoil what uh, what I'm going to be doing, but that episode should be dropping um, the same day that this drops. So give us a listen, then give them a listen. They're on Spotify and iTunes. Again, that's crap. Kids watch. Uh, all right. So that's it for me. Harry, you have anything for the peeps? No, appreciate everyone sticking in through some pretty uh, mediocre to poor content. Uh, <laughs> not from us, but about movies. So yeah. if you made it this far, congratulations. God bless. Uh, Hans, how about you? Anything for the peeps? I got nothing right now, but uh, I'm going to go check out some new new PS5 games that are dropping this week. So checking out Returnal. So nice. that'll probably be my new um, movie to video game, but it's pretty much like Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> So people will just trash it called a remake. Good stuff. And while you're uh, <laughs> while you're following Papa Spice's hot takes, make sure you give hands a follow also at Phila TTP. That is yeah. trust the process on Twitter. Guys, I hit I hit hundred followers. Hey! I go, but I think one of my spam accounts that followed me dropped me. So I'm at like ninety nine <laughs> now. <laughs> so we gotta get them back up to a hundred. Yeah. Oh, guys, if you want mediocre uh, tweets and dad jokes, follow me. <laughs> That's the place to go. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for hanging in uh, with us for our ultimate video game re uh, adaptation review. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, as always, we'll be back in two weeks with another topic for you guys. Uh, but until then, make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, follow, leave us a review, all that good stuff. And make sure, as always, that you live spicy. Spicy. Spicy.